listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. What's going on, everybody? How y'all feeling this week? What's cracking? What's cracking? We got some people in the room. Another good accountability hour. And uh, I want to make sure everybody in the, that's watching from the app can still see. Okay, perfect. We're in there, too. Make sure we everywhere. How y'all feeling this week? Hope y'all had a good week. I hope a lot of people closed some sales and spoke with some beta clients and discovered some new things and grew your business. I hope everybody, uh, you know, got things popping. Can't wait to hear about it. This week, it kind of threw some people for a doozy because we updated some passwords. We had to make sure we update some passwords as things change. Trey, what's going on? Welcome to your first accountability meeting. Welcome, welcome. We got a few uh, few new faces in here. Welcome to the first one. I'm going to give you all a chance to jump on so we can get right into them W's. Let me pull up my thing here. If you got, whenever you're ready, you just uh, raise your hand if you're sure. And uh, maybe I, I'll start with a W. Um, and then we'll, we'll we'll give people some time to, to jump in here and do their thing. Um, we closed another monthly client. I think I was telling, uh, I was telling Rodney about it. Um, another monthly client. I think they're, I got to pull it up. Um, but, uh, it's 17, five a month. I think it's 17, five and some change. I have to pull it up to see exactly what it is. I forgot. Um, the, that's the good news. <laughs> the bad news is I'm gonna have to shoot it until I get more teammates in place to more team members in place to cover, um, this particular one, which is all good. It's, um, so it's all good. I just, I gotta get my hands dirty until we put people in position. And usually I've worked with this client before we've done one-off shoots. Um, but usually I like to put people in place. I like to to work with them, understand what they want and put people in place to continue to do it, especially on the monthly jobs. And I'll go a little bit into what they want and how the price got to be what it is. Um, a little bit, I got some training content coming cause as I go out there and anything that I'm touching, I'm starting to, um, bring a crew with me so that we can capture more training content for you guys and more shadow content and more, on the scenes content. Um, Cause I got a lot of that coming a lot more kind of behind the scenes. Look, look at things, but with this particular client, they are a manufacturer who manufactures coffee of all things. Um, I've worked with them in the past. If you've seen any of my content on my website or things that I've posted, um, I was working with them. Um, I was working with them in the past when they were creating content around Oh, let me explain what they do a little bit. So they make coffee, but they make coffee for other companies. So they don't sell coffee direct. They make coffee for like um, all of your gas stations or all a lot of restaurants. So they'll make a signature blend for a restaurant. Let's say hypothetically, um, let's say, and, and I'm not saying this is a company because they have NDAs in place with the companies they do make coffees for, but let's hypothetically say, it was like a Denny's and I'm using that as an example because we all know Denny's. Um, so what they do is they, 
create the blend for a special blend for that restaurant chain so that they'll have their own unique tasting coffee and then they'll sell them the equipment and the coffee um, for the whole chain. So they do it for a lot of restaurants, a lot of mom and pop shops, a lot of um, gas stations because coffee is huge at gas stations. Like coffee bring people in. And, and usually gas stations will have six or seven or 12 different roasts of coffee, right? Like if you go to a QT or wherever you at, quick trip, you know, quick trips, come and goes, whatever, wherever you at, you know, um, that store has its own unique coffee. And people like those coffees. There's a certain blend or style that people like with those companies. And they bring in a lot of morning people who may grab a muffin or get some gas or buy other things. So, and this is something I really didn't realize for a long time. Um, but, you know, coffee bring a lot of people into gas stations and gas stations really like that foot traffic in the morning and then usually after lunch. So they're real big on that. So what this company do is create unique flavors for each different gas station. So BP may have their own dark roast or Columbia flavor or whatever. Um, I, I like working for this company because it's, I like coffee and it's dope being in a warehouse full of coffee and seeing how they taste it and how they prepare it and how they roast it and just being around all of that equipment is just dope. I mean, for some reason, coffee footage do well in like slow motion on YouTube or whatever. But um, so what this company needed was a training video for some new equipment that they have out. Right. So with this training video and why it's a monthly thing is there they bring on um, one to two accounts per month. Um, and when we bring on one to two accounts per month, depending on the equipment that this company purchased, they create unique training video for that equipment, for that company, because that company sent out their training video to teach their staff how to work that machine. So for instance, if it is Denny's, um, what they do is we'll create training video for them for this equipment. And we'll leave the training video unbranded, which it'll have their, the company name, but It'll have the company that create the coffee name, but we'll have sections where we can go back and add Denny's if needed so that Denny's can use it to train their reps. So when Denny's purchase coffee, they're purchasing the coffee, the machinery, and the training to teach their staff how to use the machinery properly so that they can make the coffee that Denny's is expected to have. Um, so what they initially did was came to me um, for a certain amount of videos and, and the average price on the videos that they needed per month was somewhere around, um, the $22,000 range, um, uh, because they needed five to six, uh, two to five minute videos per month. And I pitched the idea of a subscription because we, you know, they're going to need it every month. We can get it a lot cheaper, more consistent. Um, and also the idea that a lot of footage we can reuse. If it's around the same equipment, we can reuse it. So we may not have to go back out every month. And if we do, we're probably capturing talking points, you know, very little talking head. Hey, guys, welcome to Denny's training. Today we're going to talk to you about how to use the Slow Roaster 1000, whatever. So little stuff like that. And actually, we're even coming up with a concept where we'll show the opening of the building with a voiceover. That way we can come out and just capture a voiceover and I, and the presenter don't need to wear the same outfit. So um, 
what we're doing is we're creating content for them monthly for the purpose of training. And, you know, again, the price started at like 24, 25. Um, and, and we gave them a discount and we discounted some things, you know, we like to throw in teleprompters, um, things like that. And it's indoor. We're actually using drones indoors, which we did it before. It's a huge factory. Um, so once we, once we gave them a group discount, it came down to about seventeen three per month plus tax. Um, I don't even know what that is a year. I have to do the math on that. Um, but just to give you an idea of that type of client, and I think it's important. Um, I think it's important that you guys, you know, you you pricing your stuff right. So that's two hundred seven. That's two hundred seven. That's two hundred seven thousand uh, dollars a year from just one client. Uh, and, and I think it's important that you guys, you know, you price accordingly. Like you, you can't go in there and this big company, you know, they're, they're looking to, these are going to be very, I mean, each account is probably uh, 10, 15, 20, 40, 50 million dollar accounts. Th them spending $200,000 on video is nothing. It's nothing. They didn't, they didn't blink or bat an eye and i shot video for them um it was on different occasions which was you know it was kind of often for for a string um and you know they're just looking to they're just looking to bring in some consistency uh, and that's what we offer them and you got to think about what 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 is valuable to your client right what is valuable having a studio is great but nothing's more valuable than having the ability to go out to your client and go into their facilities and capture that information. Um, nothing's more valuable than have the ability to work around what they're doing so that they're not losing labor dollars. What they valued is our flexibility. They, they, have, um, they have a training facility that's in Oklahoma and they have a facility that's in far Fort, Fort Worth. So they're about two hours apart. And us going to both facilities is not an issue. You know, they want to get employees that are in two different locations in one video. Well, we had a studio. We're asking somebody to drive, you know, far. Executives and things like that, they don't, they don't have, they don't have time for that. Um, and and I approach it with the understanding that there's plenty, you know. As you make money and grow, you'll realize that you're more profitable doing one thing. That's why people don't cut their grass. They pay somebody to cut it. That's why people don't clean their pool. They pay somebody to do it. Because if I stay doing this, I can make $1,000 an hour. If I go do that, I'm, I could have paid you $30 an hour to cut my grass. So I'm giving this up to do that. Let me just focus on this, and I'll pay people to do that, and I'll make a profit. Um, it was a, it was a, uh, not a joke, but a... Um, situation where somebody said if bill gates dropped a thousand dollars it will cost him more to turn around and pick up that money than to keep walking it'll cost him more than a thousand dollars to to pick that thousand dollars up and it's crazy when you think about it but when you do the math it's absolutely true it's cheaper for him to pay somebody five hundred dollars to get that thousand dollars and he make 500 out of it than it is to turn around and his business stops and stutters um, trying to, uh, you know, while he go back and look for some pocket change. Um, so, you know, training on that is coming. Um, I, I want to make sure we do more. I do more behind the scenes and kind of give you guys um, a better understanding of how of how I interact with clients. Um, I'm bringing back the old crew. 
um, that's going to be with me, um, pulling people off different projects to help me with this project. So um, you're going to see some familiar faces if you've seen even the startup video here. You see some members of the old crew. So I'm I'm at a point now, and you know I I kind of use drugs as a reference, but um, I'm at a point now where I understand the value is being the project manager and putting different teams on different things. Um, is where it's at because talent and people who film and I'm you know I I'm just gonna be honest with you, people who want to film and and take pictures, um, is almost a dime a dozen. Um, it's inexpensive. And 99.9% of people don't know how to go after the big client. Um, and once you understand business and you build your business to go after the big client, it's easy for you to grab a photographer or a videographer who's great at what they do and put them in a position where they can eat, eat, eat. Um, just like Uber, right? Uber, Uber is the middleman. They find a bunch of people who can drive. You got a license, you've been driving, cool. We got people that need rides and they're the middleman. Um, and they get they get to eat the biggest piece of the pie with the littlest with littlest or lowest overhead, um, and that's the goal. My goal is to get a project that's seventeen five, you know, eighteen thousand a month and some change, and spend the least amount of money I can spend on cost to still get it done right and then make pure profit. So, um, in the trainings, I'll kind of talk about where my profit margins are, just so you guys can understand. Um, just where the profit margins are. And just off the top of my head, we go, members, this is the same YouTube. I'm, I can tell you just kind of off top that that number, um, the labor number is probably less than 3000 a month. So you do the math on what's going in the pocket of the company. Um, maybe, maybe the first month or the first few months, it may be a little higher because I'm going to have probably double staff to train the new guys, you know, but for the most part, once we edit everything, we're just dragging and dropping pieces that change for the new accounts. And that's it. I'm just going to be honest with you. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't hard. Um, but the goal is, you know, the goal is understanding that your client, we're here to solve a problem for your client. If I would have went in and I was like, we can just film it. And I don't understand their, their problem. I don't, I would have never turned this job that that started as a phone call for a one-time gig um, into a subscription client, I would have under underbid it myself. And I wouldn't have sold the client on the things that they care about instead of the things that I care about. You know, here, most photographers and videographers is like, I've been in business for 20 years. I got these two 4K cameras. I got all this money in lenses. Your client don't care about that. That you you don't care. You care about a problem. If you got a flat tire. You don't give a damn what machine they got to change your tire. You don't care about what they paid for it. And if it's the Rubber Buster 2000, you don't care. All you care about is can you got, do you have a tire that fit my car? Can you install it? I don't care if you paid all this money for the Rubber Buster. Nobody cares. So, and I think us as creatives and content creators in this industry, we, we're hung up on that because we're artists and nobody cares about our art. It's not in business. Business care about solving a problem and and your ability to solve that problem. And when you go in there talking art stuff, you lost them. Because all it takes is one content creator like myself to go in there and mention nothing but business and, and try to understand their problems and solve their problems and make suggestions. And they will never call you again because you in there telling them how pretty the picture is and the fact that y'all shoot with Canon, Sony, Panasonic, Red, whatever. They don't care. 
So none of us can name the brand that makes the stethoscope for our general doctor. We just, we don't know. We don't care. We don't know the name of the x-ray machine. We don't know the company that make the white lab coats. We don't know. And we don't care because when we went to the doctor, we had a problem. So he addressed that problem. He didn't sit up here and tell you how great this lab coat is and how well it fit compared to his last one. And, you know, nobody cares. Um, so, and that's, that's something that here at Flash Film Academy, I, I, I want to make sure that we are aware of the fact that we are business owners, then creatives. We are, so let's talk business with our, with our clients and they will appreciate that because they, they run into 50,000 creators who are, you know, and they treat them like starving artists. Hey, I'll throw you a little money to shoot this. Okay. Okay. Instead of somebody who is of value who can look at their business um, and make and write prescriptions, make determinations based off their problems and write prescriptions and not just sell them drugs. So again, to do this, it's, it's down to being niche and making sure every part of your brand speaks to that problem. Every part, when you go in a doctor's office, everything in that doctor's office talk to you about your body and health and things you can do better. And just like when you go see your dentist, everything in there talks to one thing you know if it didn't if it talked to everything and sold everything it'll look like a flea market and you wouldn't trust a doctor in a flea market if you're going to see a doctor in a flea market times is tough you're either getting one of those fake uh fake booties or something times is tough if you're going to see a doctor in a flea market i just you know what i'm saying like it's rough you're getting one of those uh fixer flat behinds or something uh you're gonna need to see a real doctor in a minute so Think about on that topic, you know, everybody know who Dr. Miami is. Good marketing. You know what he specializes in, body parts. People fly from all over the world to see that doctor. He's the best, at least allegedly the best at what he do. And that's just good marketing. If he did too many different things, you wouldn't trust trust him. You know who the pimple popper lady is. You know all these people. And they're they're very good at what they do. They specialize in what they do. Um, and they're and they're so known for doing that that people will pay ten times what they could have paid from a doctor locally and travel. You know how you know how good a doctor got to be if you're willing to get cut up and then catch a flight back. Did like, you just say fix a flat booty? Yep. Did I just hear fix a flat booty while I'm walking out here? You sure did. So you got to be you got to be a real good doctor for people to get sliced up and then want to catch a flight sliced up. I'm just saying. Um, if you got W's, make sure you you put your hand, raise your hand up, so we can get right to it. Um, and like I said, with that, I I know. See, I personally, my thing is this: I tell you all, get you ten good clients on a subscription contract, and you are you will make five hundred thousand a year, and you won't take on new business unless you unless there's some stuff that just land in your lap, and you're like, all right, I go get this little easy money. But my thing is always, and think about it as well. My thing has always been once you got 10 good clients paying anywhere between five and 20,000 a month, guess what? We don't got to market as much. We don't got to spend as much money on marketing because we have a good client base and they're going to send you referrals, you know, invest in your SEO um, and things will grow. So um, Luke, go for it, bro. You up first. I just got a, I just got a little L and a question. Okay. I guess I, I have a small W. I have a small W. It's not it's not necessarily for me, but I was able to pass off a possible lead that was a good hot lead off Thumbtack that was out of my niche. Mm -hmm. um, 
to one of the homies here in the group. So okay. we'll see how that goes tomorrow. So yeah, happy to do it. Um, that was always good. You're breaking up a little bit. You seriously? This guy was a restaurant. Hold up. All right, you're breaking up a little bit. He was. Uh... Let me try to fix. How about now? Am I better? Yeah, you good. A little better. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go back toward the main street and hope that we good here. Um, <laughs> freaking small town cell service. Uh, but yeah, so I talked to that dude and right off the bat on Thumbtack, dude is like, well, I don't know, you're not like in our area and like we're really looking for somebody who specializes in like our type of business. And I'm like, I got you. I got you. Like, I, I know the perfect person for it. And I was going to tell you, like, I don't feel like you're a good fit for us, but I have the perfect person for you who is, um, or the perfect company for you that is. And that's just sort of like, uh, I don't know. It's a win for staying in your niche because the dude appreciated it so much more. And I'm sure that like I go up there and eat at his restaurant. He's going to be like, ah, this dude's awesome. And who knows? He might even refer me to somebody in my niche that he knows. You know what I mean? Like I, I'd way rather have somebody, I'd way rather have somebody be happy, like you said, than go with me. Cause like, I'd way rather you have a good experience and make the right choice than go with me. Cause in the long run, you're going to know somebody who's going to know somebody who might be the type of client I want. And you might say, you know, I think this guy could be a good fit for you. He wasn't for me, but you know, at least he was honest about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that was dope. Uh, anyway, little L went out and uh, did some outbound and uh, got a little bit of throat punches. So I'm adjusting my, so I'm adjusting my, uh, I'm adjusting my, my targeting, my, my sniper targeting for what, that. What That's, would you say, like, what, what would you say was the biggest, like, throat punch? Like, what would you say hurt the, the most? The biggest throat punch was that the companies I was going after were just, too busy and because what i do is so conversion focused i'm out of niche with people who are too busy mm, okay. like i could help them with a training video but if they don't already trust me if it's not already a referral or they found me or something if they're not like starting from a point of like okay maybe i could trust this these, this company then it's a little bit of a harder sell for me you know what i mean when i come in as like direct conversion and then you say you don't need that and i pivot that just starts to sound a little snake oily right. versus if i'm like okay got you you know what i mean slows down give us a call um, and i'd love to bring on training videos at some point and add it into our thing but because i don't have the background in it i, I don't push it super hard when i'm outbound so that was the throw punch for me as i was like okay you what you want and what you can do this way are two completely different things. Like you could get what you could get what you want, but you're not going to get that that you want this way. Mm-hmm. And so, so I'm adjusting my. Oh, you broke. Oh. You're breaking up a little bit. Oh. Right when you said you adjust. How about now? Better. Yeah, you. you better break... now though. Yeah, it's better okay. now. Okay, so uh, I adjusted back to companies that are long time in business. A lot of experience, a lot of high-end luxury stuff, but they're just behind on the Google, social media, all of that sort of stuff. And so I'm like, all right, let me adjust that because at the very least. All right, you know. Did I break up again? Yeah, you said you said let me. Oh. <laughs> you was just saying let me adjust back, or you said something like that. 
Yeah. So I I adjusted back to uh man, I almost lost it. It was better when I did it the first time. But uh <laughs> I adjusted back to the companies that have impact on Google and social media and stuff that are more behind, but they're like long-term companies still. And so rather than going on the direct, like, you know, Hey, this is what we do more like, you know, Hey, I saw what you guys are doing, you know, how's that working for you? Um, Cause with them, I know that it's not working um, versus other people. They kind of feel like what they're doing is working. Whereas these guys, if you're, if you've been in business for 20 or 30 years and I know your name, but you've got two Google reviews, you've got a big problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's a big problem. And like, I can, I can help you facilitate fixing that type of a problem. So yeah, that's my little adjustment. We'll see how that goes. But um, I also had one question for you mm-hmm. with subscription stuff. Have you ever beta client? Have you ever done a beta client for a subscription stuff? And if so, how would you limit that? Um, nah, like, I, you... I, I've beta client, I've used a beta client to, to create the product, but not to test whether or not I'm going to charge you for six months for it. So, so right. not, not for the okay. subscription p- part of it, as far as the billing, I've beta tested the idea of, Hey, this product works for you. Now you, you need it every, every month. Now, you know, it's not that we have proof that it works. You definitely want it you know, month after month after month. Now I've turned beta clients. In fact, my beta clients were the first to pitch subscription to me because we made it work so well. And I was willing to see what it takes. Now that we got it, they didn't want to let it go. Okay. Hey, this works. We can shut it down and you can keep that. We're not going to update no longer and they get hooked and they want to do it. So you'll develop a month worth of product with them, but you're not going to give them months two. You Absolutely. get month one and you're done. Absolutely. Like, I'll get you hooked for month one and you're done. You're cut off. Yep. You, oh, you want it? Well, that Abs- costs money. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Okay. Because if not, they're going to just use you up until they can't use you anymore. Now, if I want to test That's something, exactly I've done like segments. Hey, for I want to develop something over the course of three months. I've done that. But I'm not. it's not going to be a continuous ongoing thing. I got clients that I go to whenever I want to try something new. I mean, I got this idea. I want to try it with your company. I want to come out there and shoot um, this, that, and the other. And I've and I've done that, but I'm not. They won't get the full blown out service, um, you know, for six months. That okay? Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, is that fucked up if I'm just like, hey, you could have this, but you can't. No, yeah, no, no, no. Set the. Par- I mean, you still get your first month. It's just not going to do nothing for you. I I set the parameters in the beginning. I set the expectations in the beginning. So my my right. expectations, the expectations are X, Y, and Z. So they're not they're not going into it thinking they about to get the whole cow. And that's why I, I try to tell people like there's a lot of people that follow on on YouTube who hear beta client and think they got you know they got it. And they go out here and get used and abused. And the modules tell you, set the expectation. Set the expectation so that they know exactly what they're getting, what you're doing. The contract is in place. You're even giving them a bill that they sign in and you marking a line through the cost and giving them a receipt for zero. Like, go through everything. Um, But you got to, and a part of it is setting the expectation. 
you know, I, I am very good on every aspect of my life. Okay. Setting the expectation. Hey, uh, yes, ma'am, I'm going to buy you this third drink, but let me set the expectation before the bartender bring it. Like, <laughs> let me tell you, like, you know what I'm saying? Of course you can order crab legs tonight, but let me set the expectation as to what <laughs> is required. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, so exactly. I'm going to be real with you. Like, exactly. hey, setting expectations will help you in life. And however you want to do it, setting expectations. Because, you know, some people, they're going to take you for what they can take you for if they can. But if you, you know, you set the expectation, then they know, okay, she may say, hey, yeah, order the crab legs. Hey, hurry up. Hurry up for some change. Of my, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, but setting the expectation, even with my kids, you know, set the expectation. You bring home C's and D's. This is what's going to happen. So sometimes people, you know, we, we always assume they know what we think. And, and a lot of times they don't. We just don't think the same. So, you know what I'm saying? If you, if you, uh, say so the after hours starting early, if you, if you don't set the expectation, you could be in the friend zone paying for all kind of food. You, you in the friend zone. I ain't know that. Split that check up. You know what I'm saying? So no, no, home. Homegirl got it. She cool. This the homie. She got hers. She got them crab legs. Just put the water on my. You know what I'm saying? So it, life is about setting the expectation, and and I do that. <laughs> I do that. You get it though. Hey, you whatever. However I explain it, you got it. You got it instantly. So uh, it's all about setting the expectation. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I am big on that in business, so that there is no um, misunderstanding. Because a lot of, they don't think like you think, you know what I'm saying? And then the, the goal of business is to make a profit. And, the, and to make a profit is to spend the least amount you can on, on whatever to make that profit. It's to turn a dollar into two. So your expectations may be out of whack compared to theirs. That's another reason why I tell you to get a beta client. Because you think this doctor can spend, you know, a... $30,000 on a video because they made $80,000 this month. But having a conversation with a doctor will tell you they spending $20,000 in, in doctor insurance and they got $20,000 in labor per month and they got a student loan for $20,000. And you're like, damn. And they're like, I'm living worse than you. I may bring in 80, but I only keep five. And you're like, damn. Like, I never thought of that. So your expectations when you approach another doctor, especially if they're new, is that they may not have the budget I think they have. The old, the old, it may be worth trying to convert that old, old doctor that's had a practice for 20 years who got 20 year track record of good insurance and he got his labor down and ain't no student loans. Like he may have a budget. It may be worth trying to pitch him. So, so that's why it's important to get your foot in the door and, uh, and, and to set those expectations, um, with a beta client immediately. So that, I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah, because I'm interested in beta testing some new subscription services, but absolutely. that shit is like, I'm like, how do I do this without, like, is it, am I going up again? Yeah, it's just, you know, it's all about, it's all about having that communication with your ideal client. Because then you'll also yeah. learn one other thing, yeah. and I, before I go to the next person, then you will also learn what scale subscription works, right? So, I'll give you an example. Like some some clients want a, 
a quarterly subscription. Some people want a yearly subscription. Some people subscriptions don't work for them. They want to go month to month. You know what I'm saying? They want to go month to month. And and I'm going to be honest with you. So so let me give you this. And this is gym alert. You could put it in your pocket. Right. So I had a client where he wanted to go month to month, but he wanted a subscription. He didn't want to sign an agreement. So guess what? I backloaded everything. So, hey, we'll go month to month. You'll pay regular price for for five months. And on the sixth month is free. You don't have a bill. Right. You're not locked in the contract. If you cancel after three months, you pay full price. If you go six months, you got the cost of six months. For, for You know, that takes that's that's 20 percent for free. So I backloaded it and made it month to month. That way, if I I can't get burnt, if he quit, I still got all the money. If he go forward, he get the discount. Cool. So that that'll let you know. So you know, some clients want the freedom of being month to month. They don't want to do lock into a contract. Some clients want quarterly contracts because it depending on how their numbers go. So the good thing about subscriptions and businesses is businesses like to pay it all up front sometimes because because of how their their books are are you know their books are are written sometimes it's been more beneficial for them to put it on the first half of the year budget or first quarter budget than the second quarter budget sometimes it's more beneficial to put it in 2023 instead of letting it seep over to 2024 depends on the type of company that you're working with they may want to you know spend a certain amount so they can write off more so these are things that as you work in your niche you'll understand You'll know how they how they work budget and you'll understand physical year and things like that. Cause a lot of companies through the end of the year, they throw a lot of award ceremonies and a lot of BS to blow money to not have to pay taxes because they would rather spend that money rewarding their sales team or doing whatever. You'll start to see them doing giveaways and gifts and food and huge events to eat up some of that tax dollar. So it just depends on the company. That's why it's so important to when you niche down and you get to learn how that company operates in that industry is something that you can walk into the next company that's just like them and you can talk intelligently about. And and when they hear that compared to the 10 other guys is I got a Fuji, I got a black magic and we shoot 4K and we're we're passionate about creativity. Screw that. Look, we know it's the end of the year. We know you know, y'all trying to bury some money in taxes, we're going to charge you this amount. The bigger the number, the happier they'll be. And it's mind-blowing when you don't come from that world. You're thinking, like, it's the end of the year, they're trying to cut, they're trying to save. But the truth is, they got $40,000 that they don't want to pay taxes on. And if you can give them a reason to spend it, congratulations. You just made $40,000 doing $2,800 worth of work. I've seen, it's happened to me more times than I can count. I, I I think two years ago, the year before COVID, I gave everybody on my staff a $1,500 bonus because we kept running into jobs like that. I didn't even tell them. It was just an extra $1,500. So those are things that you learn working in this industry. And it's just difficult to do when you work with everybody. So um, I know we got Alan next. Go for it, bro. I'm going to set up my uh, teleprompter so I can look in the screen, but I'm listening. Oh, yeah. Thank you, dog. Appreciate oh, you. Oh, anytime, bro. Uh, you're on mute right now, bro. You can hear me now? Yes, sir. Oh, Luke's always in the car when I come into these. <laughs> he always start in the car. That's, that's Luke just <laughs> he's starting the car. He's on his way. <laughs> 
Um, it's so I don't run late, bro. Oh, so, you you say you say you don't run lights. What do you say? No, it's so I don't run late. Bro. Oh, I feel you. I like, feel you. Otherwise, I'd run late. I want to. I want to make sure I get on on time. So I'm like, fuck it, just get it on the phone. Don't yeah. even try. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. Dedicated. I like it. Um, huge W for me. Okay. Um, got flown out to Romania. Um, Whoa. this uh, my thirtieth ba- birthday, um, which was a couple of days ago. Um. And they took me to interview Patrick, but David and Andrew Tate. And um, man, that was right now it's sitting about eight, nine mil, nine million on, on YouTube. Um, did you tell Andrew Tate same I said day, what up? Turn around. Say again. I said, did you tell Andrew Tate I said what up? I did, man. I just I told him what's up just for you, bro. He, he called me. I ain't returned his calls. I'm gonna get with him in a minute. I, mean, just, <laughs> I ain't hit him up since he got out, but it's cool. We'll talk about that later. There you go. Flash film exclusive. Uh, I got his personal number, so potentially client um, coming soon with him as soon as he gets out of house arrest. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was a five-day trip. I brought like seven cameras, seven lenses, and they paid me out. So let me ask you because I was, I know you was telling me the same day turnaround on those. Are they doing like interviews? They're just they're they're just are they capturing content for social media and they're chopping it up, or wh- what are they expecting in the same day? Sure. So I did the I did an intro piece, um, blew them away with that. Uh, we did the we did the interview live, switching ATM, uh, not not broad not broadcast live, but just switched live, um, and then. Just, you know, stopped the color grade, did all the thing and put it together and then produced it overnight. And they, you know, chopped up clips on their own team. So they have a whole production team, right? Value team has a whole, their whole mm-hmm. editing team. They have like five people, a couple shooters and whatnot. But they still bring me all the way from California, even though they're based in Miami, because I've built that relationship with them um, over the past four years. And so they brought me out to be like to oversee the project, um, work with their team produce content that their editors can't produce. You know, sometimes I like to get, you know, creative and, you know, be hands-on with it. And so they bring me out because in the past I've done, you know, that I built a good relationship with them. And that's a great place to build a relationship. Well, pro, well, I'm sure it got its pros and cons because of some of the oh, yeah. but they create- I had to wrestle with them for sure on price. I had I had to box. And, and it's it's difficult sometimes because when you are- when you have that much following, you pull in a lot of people that will work for free. And then you got people who are really good that's trying to compete with that. Also, they create a lot of entrepreneurs so they can refer you. I ran into that working uh, when I was approached by um, the Dallas Cowboys because they're like, yeah, we could pay you a lot. But it's look at the line of people trying to get in here. And I'm like, let them in because <laughs> like, I'm out. So exactly. but you 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 got to. You got to stand your ground, um, and if you're worth it, they're gonna fly you out. And that's what it's. Hey, about. Alan, was that uh, Miami or Lauderdale? Which one was that? That was in Bucharest, Romania. Oh, so you flew out to Tate's place? Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mentioned valuetainment, and sometimes you do yeah. stuff in Miami. They're, they're based in Miami. You know, for a lot of them. Yeah. Okay. I watched a special. I think it was not Vox, but one of those guys did a special and they kind of showed some things, sent the reporter out there and kind of followed him. I wasn't crazy about, about it, but uh, I wasn't crazy about his coverage of it. 
Um, but you got to see kind of behind the scenes and how things how things uh, how things work. I think it's quite interesting. Yeah, I mean, all in all, it was a great experience. I mean, yeah, it was definitely a lot of work, and it was like like you said, it was kind of a situation where they have a bunch of people you know they could even call out to you they would do it for free but they bring me out they brought me out because i built that relationship with them since you know 2018 um and you know i've always outperformed always over delivered and just you know just kept it real and so they you know hey we're only calling you for these kind of projects and you know so far i've done the last andrew tate interview when it was back nine months ago um, the Kobe Bryant interview, the Shaq interview, um, you know, other notable names and that they've interviewed. Um, but yeah, I mean, all in all, it was, it was a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of but, work. But I mean, I, that's the pro, like, I feel like that that's the pros, right? You're in the pros, right? You're in a level where you're doing what yeah, you I'm love. You're traveling, you're making good money. You're working with big household names. You yeah. are you are at the top, and that's that's what it's about. Sure. That's a win in itself. It is a win. It is a win. But right before, so I guess if I had any L, um, right before we took off, um, I had a few of my guys on my team. Um, they had a change of heart. They wanted to do because I've been going into um, just strictly events and you know business seminars and um, just corporate you know working with corporate businesses. Um, and they've were, you know, some of the guys in my team, I felt like they wanted to do something more creative and, and wanted to go into sports and do other kind of things. But I've always said like, Hey, we're niching into this and this is what we're doing. So, you know, right before that happened, they left and I, you know, I was short staffed and this is just, you know, being completely transparent. Um, you know, I had to, you know, roll up my sleeves again and that's, that's fine and dandy because, you know, I'm, I'm built for it, but. You know, right now I'm at a place where I'm, you know, I hit 30. I've done so many things in this space, you know, and now I feel like exactly right. <laughs> crazy, crazy hit it right um, head. Exactly. For those I'm for like, those who can't see it, he said F being more creative. I got bills to pay. Though I was exactly. gonna tell you those guys will be back. Oh yeah, for 100 percent 100 percent Um, but you know, like I said, I'm I'm at this stage in my life where I'm like, I've done a lot, I've done what, what more can I do as a like solo um you know creative that does basically everything right um and then i've had my team i have the other podcast business and i'm kind of downshifting on that to kind of just strictly go into events because i personally love the relationships i can you know i could talk my ass off and and make things you know move mountains uh and i kind of want the dream to kind of build out like you know a crew and build this you know and go be the guy and the team and the business for uh, masterminds, business seminars, and, you know, corporate events, you know, and I've gotten into, you know, rooms where people that I wouldn't even believe, believe I'd be in. And, you know, not, now as I hit 30 and now having that and knowing, okay, who's on my side and who's not on my side and who I can trust and who I can't trust, um, you know, going into it, just like, okay, I got the, that little L, but right after I got the W and then, you know, everybody's seen that. And so I need, uh, I'm just reevaluating, refining. That's the word. Yeah. At 30, 30, I'm, I'm 42. 30 is about the age where you realize I love this, but I don't want to be on one knee holding a camera doing this. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I want to be a part of it, but I don't want it to kill me. 
That's what I was started realizing at, at the age of 30, 32, 30. Because your body started telling you, bruh, them 12-hour shoot days, they ain't what they used to be. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, as I, as I approach, you know, my knees giving out a little bit when I stand up. <laughs> start hearing the cracks in your back. I understand that. Exactly. I understand. And I've been known from watching your content for about a year now. And it's like, you know, and been being around the circle and saying, Hey, you gotta, you know, you gotta diversify. You have to, you know, try, try plus accessories. Uh, you have to, um, I'm, I'm more built for like the leadership and, you know, and being the creative director and being the business owner than rather than being the guy I can transfer my skills and have and worked with these with these uh, individuals that were working for me and showed them the tricks and the trades. And, you know, you know, some, sometimes it becomes a situation where they feel big for the britches. I'm like, okay, go play ball. Hey, figure it out, you know, figure out what it takes to be, you know, the guy in my position. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I know that personally, I'm like, I'm going to build this big business, whether it be like, I, you know, in the mastermind space, or if I keep being solo for a year, you know, just to kind of figure things out and be that, but I know that I'm, I want to move fast. And I've always been that type of guy where I'm like, I need to get it done now and speed, speed, speed. Um, yeah. You, def you definitely got the, the right clientele for it. And the clientele shows your level of work. So yeah, I mean, project managing is where it's at. It's the ultimate goal. Um, I think that we all get into this wanting to create, but as, as you start to learn the business and start to learn where the money at, just like with any movie, the top two pay guys is the actor and the director. You'll never hear a camera guy mentioned. You don't even know what production team shot what movie. You got to do research. You got to find behind the scenes footage and pause it to see if you recognize somebody. And it's only a handful of production companies creating content in Hollywood, creating shows, uh, creating Netflix, you know, content. But I guarantee you, you probably can't name 10 of them. Like you, you, you can't even name the locations and studios um, that hire out, I mean, that rent out all of this space and equipment. Um, so the money is in managing the project, unless you're going to be, you know, the talent. But the money is in managing the project, maybe producing, being, you know, being in a position of authority. And it's a lot less taxing on your body. I, if, if I got to be Steven Spielberg or Tom Cruise, I'm going to be Steven Spielberg. That way I ain't got to hang on the side of a plane that's taking off, risking my life for a shot three times. I'm cool. I'm going to be in this comfortable chair screaming cut or my check is getting cut. So um, th that's, that's where you want to be, bro. I mean, that's the, that's the ultimate goal. At least for me, it is. Um, and the great thing about it is you can always go back down. It's like being an owner for a football team and you can always go back down and get on the field and take a hit. You can always get behind a camera if you want. So, you know, it's the best of both worlds. Yeah. I like getting scrappy. I like getting scrappy. Oh, yeah. It's my nature. Yeah. Every now and then. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What, what, show these, show I still got it. The great, uh, the great philosopher was it Andre three thousand said. Uh, even Stevie Wonder came from behind that piano. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. So, you know, you got to do what you got to do. So yeah, I feel you. I feel you. That's some good wins and good good lessons. I think the the community can definitely learn from those, especially for those who are who are getting started and you know haven't had the chance to work with somebody you know as great as the people that you've had a chance to work with to show them that hey. You still gonna have problems anywhere, you know, along this oh, journey. You just gotta you just gotta roll with it. Oh yeah. I mean, you definitely still, you know, wrestling and boxing and having shouting matches with clients and you know, individuals and 
And it's not easy at the top for sure. But there's one thing you touched on that I really like, and that's separating the idea of being creative with, with what pays the bills. The boring stuff is going to pay the bills. It's going to pay the mm -hmm. bills really good. You, there, you're going to get a chance to be creative, but if you can master the business side, and it's good that the boring stuff pay the bill. It makes it simple, stupid, easy. Talking head, three-point lighting setup, double mic setup, start filming. That's going to be a majority of your freaking money. And ain't nothing wrong with that. Because if you if you mess that up, you don't belong to be, you don't deserve to be here. So that's right. You know, but yeah, I, I like them. Them good wins. Who who else we got? We got uh we got Trey up next. I know you got your hand up. I'll let you get a chance to unmute and, and after him we got Reggie. Hello, hello, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Oh hey. All right, bye guys. Hey, so I came here on camera, man. I uh, just had surgery and I'm on bed rest. So excuse my uh, my logo. Oh, no, no problem. We totally understand. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, nah, you know nah, I want to say this is my first uh, accountability Wednesday, man. I want to thank you for letting me on, dude. I'm excited to be a part of the family. Welcome, welcome. I'm, I'm sure you probably yeah. took away some nuggets in the first few minutes already. Oh, bro, I, I've been eating, bro. <laughs> I've been eating. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I just want to talk about my quick little win, dude. I, um, I pivoted. This is this is my first. This is just trade production. Is my first company I made, and uh, it was kind of like whatever. And I started like a second one called IT Media Solutions. We focused on helping IT businesses, you know, uh, connect to their audience better. And so, with that, I've been following the steps. I, bro, listen. The the uh, I don't know. I don't know what the file was called in the in the module. Is like the uh, is like the beta client pitch. Oh yeah, bro. I, I read the thing word for word. I, I, I remixed it, read it word for word, but it was like, yeah, 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 it's up a meeting. I was like, oh, heck yeah, dude. So <laughs> we, got a, we got a meeting going, man. I some, I, I kind of tweaked the questionnaire because I was reading it while also watching that part of the module and I asked more questions you said in the uh, video and I, I sent it to him. He sent it back to me. Even, was crazy, I even put it through HoneyBook to make, to make it more official. Yep. And so he sent it back to me. We got our questions going. Now we got a meeting scheduled for Thursday. Might push it to Friday because I'm still kind of sore. But uh, but yeah, man, I just want to thank you for all the help you've done, man. And also, um, I've I had some throat punches because my first time pitching, I took off work, went to the next town over. I started like wheeling dealing, and I got so many no's that day. But the one like yes I got was over a phone call, and that's because I quoted the beta client pitch man. So I tell people say it word for word. A lot of people when they first yeah. read it, they're like, ah, oh, it's kind of simple. I'm gonna add my little okay, word for <laughs> word for word. Just say it word for yeah. word. You'll be surprised at just how how well it works. Awesome yeah. job, Trey. Awesome job, man. I love Thanks, you. bro. Thanks, bro. Because because I'm, I'm gonna tell you in the in the beta client pitch, it. It was kind of created based off of the the point of view of the business owner and what they go through every day. And if you approach them with a sales mindset, they're going to be like, nah. Uh -huh. If you got it in your tone, they're like, nah. But if you approach yeah. them with, hey, I need some help, they're going to be like, oh, I'll listen. Sure. That's all you need. Yeah. I, I, I was surprised at how fast people are willing to help you out if you say, hey, I'm talking about business too. I guess there's some empathy there. Yeah. But uh, it was just great, man. They can uh, relate. One they, question. They can relate yeah. to you. You know what I'm saying? It's, one question I got. Yeah. Oh, sorry. One question I got is that uh, after all this is done, we will do a testimonial for me. But uh, after I get this big client down, how do I expand from there 
is in is in like late, later modules or like yes. how I get more. So in that module, it's going to talk about how to use that information to pitch to yeah. your first client. So by understanding what works and having proof and having a testimonial from your client, it makes it a whole lot easier to go into a client, listen to their listen to their problems, and provide a solution. You have proof that works. You know what I'm saying? So okay. imagine. You know, whenever, whenever a medication come out, right, and your doctor writes you that prescription, they say, hey, we've done clinical trials. Um, these are the side effects, you know, possibly. But we know that it works because it worked in 96%. Of, so you're, you're kinda, you kind of have the ability to have that conversation with, with the business owner who, like, you know, I don't know if I should hire 10 other photographers or videographers to do this. Why should I hire you? Mm -hmm. Because we have proof yeah. that it works. In fact, yeah, you know, listen even, to this testimonial. And even you mentioning, like, talking about solutions. What, what I told him is that these products, the service I'm getting for you is to show that your clients why you need, why they need you, not why they want you. And that's a big part of our slogan right now. Well, I'm trying to make a slogan, but, you know, that's what I want to try to explain to them. Like, your customer needs the, needs the service from you. They don't want it. They need it or else they can't run their business. So, Absolutely. And, and let that beta client tell you whether or not that slogan helps if it shows value, if it's valuable to him and, and just mm -hmm. touching on that, just what's valuable to him obviously is to, to educate his clients on what they need compared, mm -hmm. you know, compared to what they want. So that's perfect. That's the perfect place to be. Thank um, you. Thank Travis asks what the script is. If you go to the beta client in stage one or module one, there's a script included that uh, tells you about, tells you what to say, to get a beta client to set up a meeting. Yeah. 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 And then one last question though. Yeah. Um, this, I don't know if this client maybe about, cause he's really busy. He, he has, he has his own like crew employees and he goes off and does contracting work for other companies. Um, did it take you like months and months and months to finally kind of get the ball going? Or like, is this part of the process? Yes and no. Um, so I, I took that challenge as how can I make this easier for him, right? Because mm -hmm. if he got a lot going on, you may be a company that can show value in taking it off their hands, right? Your value proposition may be the fact that we can create this content with little or no direction, or we won't waste a lot of your time or add more to your plate creating this content. If you could solve that problem, you have unmatched value because the other guys that's trying to work with him is going to take up a lot of his time. You're saying, Hey, we can create this with little or no, your little or none of your time. We're a, we're a true turnkey solution. Um, and, and, the, and sometimes the challenge is developing that part because what you run into with this client, you're going to run into with every client, even clients that call you and want to pay you. They still going to be too busy to, to talk to you. And I'm sure a lot of guys on here know what it's like to have a client call you, get, get your head all big with this huge job, and then you can't reach them. It's time to yeah. sign the paperwork. It's time to cut the check, and you can't reach them. It's not that they don't have the mm -hmm. money. It's just that they're busy. So if you understand that I need to overcome that, I need to find a way to overcome that, man, that, that's the type of things that will help your business just blow up because – Nobody else in your industry is thinking like that. They're just thinking, okay. I want to film for you and I want to charge you. Let me make your life easier. Um, you know, yeah. so some people in the comments saying, you know, uh, Jedi say, I, I have a big client that's like that, too busy to do anything. Beta clients is going to teach you whether or not 
they're truly busy and you need to create something to help get your foot in the door or they, or they're ducking you. You'll learn the difference between the two Ooh. while working with beta clients. And usually with a beta client, they say, yeah, I want to work with you. I'm interested in yada, yada, yada. Usually they, it don't cost them nothing. So usually they're, they're, you know, they're really trying to get what you got. Um, where when yeah. you start talking money with people, they'll duck you right after the, the proposals. Yeah. Um, so you'll, yes, you'll, you'll, you'll know the difference, but what I try to do is you may have to minimize what it takes to get started. Um, and if you can, if you can develop that, then again, um, that is a sales point. That is a pitching idea. Hey, we can start your project with one phone call. Okay, let's go. And I'm going to tell you okay. right now, companies that are doing that, you're looking at companies like Vroom and Carvana, everybody's looking to make car purchases easier. So you're not sitting in a dealership all day. Mm -hmm. Everybody, like, like Quick Loans didn't offer no special mortgage that another company offered. They just allowed you to do it online more conveniently. They still offer the same loans. But before that, you would have to go to a bank. You would have to be in there all day. QuickBooks allows you to do it from home. Or Quick Loans, Quicken, Quicken Loans will let you do it from home. That was their only selling feature. They offered nothing more than the next guy. Um, Geico mm -hmm. started doing the give us a call, save 15% with a 15-minute call. So they're not offering anything different than what other insurance companies offer. They just offer a more convenient way to get started. And sometimes yeah. the hump in your industry is just that you, no photographer or videographer has sat down to think like, man, these people need us. We just got to find a way to, to connect what we do with the time that they have. And you can, yeah. be, like, you can be hella expensive, but we can get it started in three phone calls or a 10-minute phone call. <laughs> and they're like, let's do it. So a lot of things yeah. that you buy in your life it's more expensive because of the convenience. You know what I'm saying? Like it's you know, having running water costs money, not because you're not paying for water, you're paying for the delivery of water to your house. So, yeah. you know, things yeah. like that. Just like you said about Bill Gates, you know, it's, it's waste time for him to do that money. So if I can make this process easier for you, like yeah. turning key motion, you'd be good to go, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, anytime, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. Thank, I'm, I'd be part of the family now. Hey, man, welcome, welcome. We're glad to have you. Where DNC at? He just sent me. Okay, I'll get with you. I'll get with you in a minute, DNC. Um, up next is Reggie, bro. You're muted right now. You What's good? What's good? What's this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast.
good. What's cracking, man? Hey, um, uh, not not so much of a uh, of a win, but I don't know. I think I kind of got a little bit of a of a revelation because uh, it's something something that most of us have been doing for quite some time. Um, all, almost. Um, I mean, many of us. I'm not sure who I haven't done a count. But a lot of us talk subscription services, mm-hmm. and I've done more than my fair share of subscription services, things of that nature. And a lot of our subscription services include social media management, right? I've done it. It's on my site. And, and that's one of the things that, that we try to do is prove that, uh, that, that the media that we generate using social media management makes a solid bottom dollar. For the client, and that's how we justify our, um, you know, um, what 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 do you call it, Ty? Uh, justifiably expensive oh, or something along be, those lines. Being reassuringly expensive, we justify okay, yeah, our ability yeah. to be uh, expensive. So so there you go. Now here's the thing, though, is that I was looking for um, for for some some new methods. As a matter of fact, last week Luke inspired me to uh, to do a little bit more research on the social media side of things. Mm-hmm. So I did a little bit of just some Googling and some YouTubing. I mean, technically the same, same thing. They're both owned by Google. Search engines are practically the same. So, so I started looking at standalone social media managers mm-hmm. as opposed to those of us, which are kind of like a hybrid. I... Now, follow me on this, Ty, and and comment as needed. I truly think that if we can um, get all of the methodology down that these people use, and like I said, I've done some research. Like as a matter of fact, here, let me pull my phone up. There's a, a, a person that I was looking at on YouTube. She goes by Sugar Punch Marketing. So, Oh, I follow uh, her on OnlyFans. I think it's the same. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But uh, <laughs> but but the thing is, is that they this person is a social media manager. Doesn't pick up a camera. Does most of their stuff in Canva. All their visuals. Now they have plenty of visual aids and stuff like that. They get all that stuff off off uh, off applied sites like uh, like Adobe, you know, places like that. So they get all that stuff and then they direct it to. Um, to uh, to uh, to the client, right? So they take all that stuff, they aggregate it, they put it together, and then they use social media management systems, and then they charge their clients, you know, monthly. That's not the all thing they do. Is, is, now I think that the only difference, and uh, again, Luke, come come in with me on this, is that we don't have to aggregate it; we create it. Yep. So the so I I'm like why is Sugar Punch other than OnlyFans I guess but why is Sugar Punch out here cleaning up? Because I want to see you jump in and I want to see you jump into a client social account with zero followers and take them to a hundred thousand in six months like those organic managers do. That's why they're where they're at. I'm telling you, those people like we've talked about high. We've talked to hiring, talked to those people about hiring them, and mm-hmm. for most clients, most of our clients just aren't there yet. They can't afford that. 
like, I'll just be super straight with you. They can't afford those people, um, not at a markup. And the strategies that those people use, while I'm sure we could learn them, that's just, I I don't know if you want to go down that rabbit hole, dude. I mean, also, they're on that shit 24 seven. Also, they're learning. Go ahead. Social media managers is, is one of the greatest things to white label. They're not you. You don't have to start with the super expensive ones. This you can start with the the Fiverr level ones, um, yep. until you work your that's, way up. That's exactly what I was yeah. getting at. Is yeah. that, and that's that. what we've been doing is we just hire the Fiverr social media managers yep. because there they're okay. They're Thank uniquely you. better than these crazy high priced people in terms of what you get per dollar, and our clients okay. care about that. Uh, but but but, but if you have look, a huge company, you do need somebody like that. But the thing is, is that we should be able to look just like Sugar Punch. Absolutely. With the and ability- I think that we should be able to look better by using, say, a Fiverr social media manager that white labels, and then yep. we provide custom content, not Canva yep. content. Correct. Yep. Absolutely. And I I think in the future, in the very close future, you're going to have a lot of AI creep in telling you, because I know if you used uh, TubeBuddy and you use VidIQ and you use, there's an app that I use for hashtags on Instagram, they're very good at telling you what, when, and why to post to help you ride the algorithm. So I think in in the very close future, AI is going to help you with there are companies that you can upload pictures and video and it'll slice and dice and create posts and, and i and everything. that but that's where i think that we again will be separate ourselves is our ability to create those yes to be able to create custom content because ai can't go on site right yep. and, and, and create content, custom and, content. and and you're absolutely correct that is what we offer compared to somebody who is using stock photos and stuff to tell your brand story uh you know our ability to go out and capture images and photos i mean images and video of the actual client in a location or an event um is what separates us from it but a lot of people you got to be careful because you know cell phone quality is getting better um you know things are things are but our ability to capture it and do it makes it and and plus two it's you got to realize this if you can walk into a client's office and give them direction, clients just, they don't know. We think clients want to go a certain path and clients like, I don't know nothing about this stuff. Get me there, make me look good, help me grow. If you, I think that that's yeah. why Sugar Punch is, 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 is getting the business anyways, because all that they do, they don't really care about what's there. They just know that she has, you know, 200,000, But here's the other thing that happens, and I just had a consult like this, man, and this happens a lot. People hire those people with 300,000 followers, and the person does their thing for that person, and they find out that that person uses bots. Yep. And they didn't look at the person's engagement rate and think (laughs) about why are they only getting 1,000 of those 300,000 engaging? Why do they have less than 1% engaging? So they get you twenty thousand dollars worth twenty thousand bot followers, and then you know what happens? You get shadow banned yep. forever yep. because using bots is a violation of TOS yep. on every major social platform. And when you do that, I just had a consult like this, and we quoted the company seventy thousand dollars a month to fix their problem because they are shadow banned on like every major platform. 
and they're working on getting themselves shadow banned on some of the rest of the platforms if they keep it up. And if they keep using bots and doing stupid shit and hiring cheap people, they're going to, or even hiring expensive people, because the person they hired, they said they spent a lot of money and all the dude, all the people did was get them bots. And I'm like, look, man, you need to ask people how they're going to do it. You need to ask them what they're going to do. You need to ask them like, what their actual methodology is. And the people who can't tell you, they can't tell you because it's either a TOS violation or it's completely unethical. Like there is no competitive advantage in our industry. It's just who can have the best customer service, who has the best strategy against the algorithm. It has nothing to do with what you do. It has everything to do with how you do it. And anybody who tells you different. I think the competitive advantage is integrity. 100%. 100%. And for us, that's what we, I mean, Ty, you've seen our website. That's 100% what we push. Whether people go with us or not, it's like, dude, I'm going to tell you what you do not want to hear probably. And I'm going to tell you how we're going to do it. But you might not like it. You might not go with us. You might like the line that somebody spin to you that sounds a lot prettier and a lot warmer and like, oh man, I think this makes me feel better. Go for it. And you're going to yeah, feel worse yeah, you, in 12 you months. You are right. You're right, Luke. I, I have a story from a client on the site of, that she talks about how the shit actually hit the fan and how I managed to come through, even though the shit hit the fan, you know, that's, I think I mean, that that's if we a get good the thing. Fan, I'll know? come through hard for them, but I'm going to bring an army of people, analysts and all kinds of stuff. I'm yeah. not going to let one idiot make that decision and arbitrarily say, Oh, we're going to put bots. No, I'm going to bring in analysts and have a real strategy, but I'm also going to charge them real prices. And the funniest part of it all is they could have probably spent 20000 a month to reach the goal that they have now if they hadn't gone and spent that. With the other guys. So, 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 with the other guys. so they could have saved fifty k a month, but they... I'm going to be honest with you. All of my marketing and brand message will be based around the fact that we get you where you want to go and we use integrity to do it. My, my yep. whole brand messaging on that side of things will be testimonials from people who say this is what happened when you go with the cheap guy, testimonials saying, "Hey, he was he was more than we thought we needed to spend, but let me explain why it's worth it." Integrity is the name yep. of the game when it comes to managing social media accounts for for businesses. And I think that that's that was kind of one of the reasons and Craig you're going to like this. Stay tuned. Craig going to like this. That was one of the reasons why I like the Yolo box or the Instream at first. Because it allowed you to stream to Instagram and TikTok using the apps, where at the time those that was the only way you can stream outside of a phone, and there were software and other methods that allow you to stream to Instagram. But again, if Instagram caught you, you was out of there, you was done. Right. So so they came out with it with a uh, a device that you know integrity wise it was everything you needed. So I think that. If 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 I'm going after that client, that is that is the value buzzword. That is what I'm building my brand around. Um, and 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 that's something that is going to be everywhere in every part of my site. When you land on my my website, we're going to we're going to literally talk about what we do, and we're going to show you everything we can show you to 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 show you how serious we are about doing this the right way. All right. Well, thank you. I'm more than appreciate it. And um, like I said, I just, I, 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 I feel like I'm leaving money on the table somewhere here. So I mean, like find you a go-to guy in that area that you can trust that can, that can white label it. Um, You know, I don't know if there's like white hat versus dark hat, like, you know, uh, social media managers, 
like hackers, but find you somebody you can trust. There literally is, dude. Yeah. There's literally like there's black hat social media managers that are people who are like, oh yeah, I can get you fifty thousand followers for five hundred bucks, and it's like, bro, those are bots. Yeah. or their fake profiles or their something like it is something that you don't want to do uh, and if they catch you huh uh mr patterson andrew are you with us today i see you down there andrew he's with us in spirit but i don't know if he's with us he's live okay. and he's a bot well, he's, he, he's he's in atlanta too so that's why i wanted to see if he was listening in on this he's because i was going to follow up with him on this and see what see what maybe yeah. we could do about it so. and i wish i knew more about what those guys did but i don't i don't know what went wrong with that client all oh, i know man. is that they went real real wrong i wish i could tell y'all what not to do but all i know is that those people yeah. told them that they were going to do it organic and that was their version of organic so that's why i'm like you. don't trust people have a really powerful white label contract where they feel like like you need to go to an attorney and be like yo I need a white label contract where this person feels like if they screw me, I'm going to take the maximum amount allowable by law out of their bank account over it. Um, and same thing with like social media managers. I'd be, I'd want them to explain their whole process to me or I'd be like, I can't white label your services. Like if I can, if I don't know how you do this, I can't white label it. You can make me sign an NDA, whatever. But if I don't know how you do it, I can't white label it. Cause they could have so a, a phone so farm. Yep. I'm, I'm sorry. They could have a phone. They could have a phone farm. Phone farm. A lot of companies got phone farms where they have, yep. you know, a thousand phones set up in a room, and they can run an application that'll just do what they want on all thousand of them. I've seen it. Yeah, and yep. there's uh, there's actually devices like Raspberry Pis yep. where you can program them to act as you can program one Raspberry Pi to slave thousands of them, but with a slight variant, like a different account logged in. And then you can make them all do the same action at once, like from one click on your computer. It's crazy what these tech people can do. Like if you saw what some like serious IT and tech guys can do, they could start your car. They could like, they could do anything you think they can't do. Like unlock your house, start your car, access your computer from out on the street. Like you're all, they can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, they literally can. So the so the newest well, scam is calling your mother with an AI voice to sound like yours, saying, "Hey, can you send me twenty dollars real quick?" Yep. That's the so, newest scam. So, I so Luke, Luke, I can't, uh, I I can't thank you enough like, hey, for for yeah. this. And um, what I want to do this is my plan of action is uh, whether he's here or not. I want to follow up with uh, with uh, with Andrew with Mister Patterson, and the reason is because. He's a bit younger, and he's uh, Andrew is kind of still up in the club, so I know he knows a few folks, uh, you know, a, a few people, a few uh, influencers out, 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 out here in the A. And, uh, you know, all those people I used to deal with, and they are no longer, they are no longer in my wheelhouse. So, um, but after um, Mr. Patterson and I uh, catch up, uh, I hope to lean on you a little bit, Luke, and see if we can't put together a plan. To, I just uh, sent you a DM, Reggie. Check the chat. Okay. Um, gotcha. But yeah, definitely, definitely hit me up, dog. Um, I'll help you out. Like I said, I'll, we can talk about it. Drop. You're gonna end up being. You're gonna end up where a lot of people end up, though, probably, which is you're gonna be like, dude, I don't want to do this myself. And it's like, yeah, you don't. It's really like a difficult thing to do yourself. Um, like awesome. I've been finding, the more you try to scale that, the more you're like 
managing social media managers, keeping them on and keeping them happy is like a difficult job in and of itself. Forget about videos and selling clients and all that sort of stuff. Like just managing the managers is a job in and of itself that can take you full time real quick. So gotcha. Travis, Travis, J say uh, bots is what unbox therapy do. They buy views. I watched a video that is pretty freaking convincing. But at the same time, I felt like Unbox Therapy is the big channel on YouTube that that uh, at the same time, I felt like it worked because we obviously know who they are. So it's kind of weird. I was going to say, so for Unbox Therapy, if they bought followers, there's a way to buy real followers. And that's against TOS, too. But there are people who can buy you real followers and I don't know them. So don't come asking me for their number. But like. The le- it exists. The, the the legal way to do it is to pay for marketing, right? Just market your stuff right. on YouTube. That's the legal way. Like, so you can technically buy followers and it's ethical. You're just marketing your video saying, hey, if you like this, subscribe. I've, I've, well, and yeah, I've when you come to running ads, yeah. when you come to running ads for it. So that's what I think Unbox Therapy did is he probably ran YouTube ads and he might have used some bots or something to get clicks going organically on some of the videos so they showed better in ads because that's a real thing. You need to prime videos and ads. So like he might have primed with bots, but I have a feeling he ran paid against his videos and got a lot of like paid traffic off Google and shit like that. I'm not 100%, but his videos have a high engagement rate, which makes me think that if it's bots, it's not what we think of as the way people use bots because like if it's a hundred percent bots and shit, like then it's one thing. But if it's not, then it's uh, then it's something completely different. So it's uh, it's definitely one of those things where you can. I'm sure you can use it in a way that's ethical, and I know you can use you know ads to buy followers in a way that's completely ethical. I mean, we do that if someone's objective is to buy, if someone's objective is they want followers and growth and like engagement growth, then we can buy followers on ads. Like that's one method to grow your account where you don't need the type of organic management voodoo that people talk about, but you just gotta be good at that. Um, but like, yeah, dude, it's, it works. Um, I don't know if I consider that organic though, when it's weird for me, cause a lot of people say organic social media growth. And I'm like, well, I could take your 10,000 a month make it a $5,000 a month contract with 5,000 of ad spend. Right. And then like, I mean, I can technically do that. That's, that's fine. It's just, if I don't tell you I'm spending on ads and make it organic, that starts to get unethical for me. Cause I'm like, dude, if you see your shit running as a sponsored post or whatever, you're going to be like, well, that's how you got me followers. You know what I mean? Right, right. So for me, it's like, I'd rather be upfront and be like, yo, the way we would get you followers is to run ads. You don't want to run ads. Well, then I don't know. Good luck. You know what I mean? But that's me. So, and Travis, I would, Travis said, uh, 3 million views and only 400 comments. I would be careful with that ratio. That ratio used to be a bad thing, but now YouTube videos are posted in so many places. It may be posted in a place where you don't comment. So when you get a big YouTube channel, companies pull your videos and write stories about it. I've had it happen to me where I've had stories in, um, what's the name of that? I have stories a bunch of places. One of them is uh, the, the popular photography website. I forgot the name of it. Um, F-Stoppers does F-stoppers. that. It drives yep. me nuts. F-Stoppers. F-Stoppers like, have taken my stuff and posted it and wrote. Yeah, but- so if you watched it on F-Stoppers and F-Stoppers get a lot of traffic, that could be... 200,000 views 
with no comment. So if a guy have a video with a lot of views and no comments, you know, it may not necessarily be that he's buying bots. It could be that he's and and because Unbox Therapy is doing all tech and all gear, um, a lot of a lot of small gear blogs pick it up and you know write about it. So that that could be an option. I don't know. I'm just I've just had that happen to me, um, where I've had my stuff in F stop. It's very like, difficult hey. to tell if somebody is using bots. The best way to tell is if they're shadow banned. For TOS violations yep. and they don't know why they didn't do anything else to violate TOS but they're shadow banned and shadow banned usually means you got like 10 20,000 followers or above and you got like no engagement like one two three five you know one like 10 views something like that where it's outrageous like someone who has 100 followers when you're doing bots you see outrageous differences like that whereas like 300 comments is a lot of comments like for bots that would be a lot of comments I'm gonna tell you how I I usually tell, and I'll say this before I move on to 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 the diet. I usually tell by reading the comments. If it's some BS comments, hi, hey, great content. Like if it's not detailed, like hey man, I really think that you should have. That's how I usually spot bots when the comments are just dumb comments. This is great. I'll be sure to share this. This content is excellent. This video made me like it'll be stupid stuff like that. And then you'll see one person like, I really think you should have, this, this, this headphones would be better if it came in these colors. Like, ah, I get it compared to everybody else. Like, this is nice. This, so that's how I usually can spot some stuff that's kind of fluffed, in my opinion. That's, that's my key giveaway. Um, Jedi, you up next, bro? Are oh, you muted? Be sure to raise your hands on, on W's and L's because when they run out, poof, I'm out of here. I suppose I have a hard stop at 730, but we're going to see. Um, we'll give you some time to fix the mic. So if you got if you got W's and L's, make sure you uh make sure you raise your hand and get you in the queue. Crazy, say, look at my OnlyFans. It's legit. I'm scared to see what's on your OnlyFans, bro. I'm scared to see. But we'll see. I'll give you a second with the uh, with the mic. Okay, you got some time. You got some time. Yeah, I'll make sure you guys, you know, that for me, whenever I look at somebody's page on whatever, I'm always reading the comments. So I'm not even worried about comment to view ratio because a lot of people don't say nothing. A lot of people don't. And if it's on a website, you can be, I've had like the video I had that was on F-Stoppers had probably 30, 40,000 views. It probably had 12 comments. And it probably had 200 likes. Um, it was just the way they had it displayed. They wrote an article about it. Um, it was one of the ones where I, it was the video that I posted that said, uh, stop taking pictures of people. You know, YouTuber Ty Turner with Flashroom Academy says, stop taking pictures of people. But this is what he mean. And it was a lot of comments on their page. You know what I'm saying? It'll be people that, you know, F-Stoppers got, I, I feel like they got an older crowd. They got them old, you know, them Nikon clutchers, them, uh, you know, I only buy Canon glass guys that's, you know, loyal to the brand. They got them guys that's, you know, and they, they're just, you know, why would you stop taking family portraits? They're everywhere. Like, no, they're not. It used to be a time you go in people's house and they had pictures everywhere of them, you know, you know, the picture where they sitting with the hand on their knee with the background. They just don't happen no more. Um, and it's obvious because, you used to go into JCPenney, you used to go into a, 
Walmart used to go in a big brand store at Kmart, and it was a photo studio. They're swapping them bad boys out. So they're not there. They're not making money. And it's, it's you Anytime, know. I'm curious. Yeah. Because you do get those views. It, do, do you feel like that's a fair trade-off, or do you feel like, uh, you know, like, or, or does turning off and betting make more sense to you in, the, in a situation like that moving forward? Uh, it don't bother me. I don't, you know, it's, it's on YouTube for people to consume and watch. Um, it, it don't bother me at all. I mean, it, it'd be different if it was a bad mouth video where they're like, well, this guy, I don't, you know what I'm saying? That's whenever you are a person with an opinion or especially a person with a course or information for sale, I'm always leery of what people think, not what people think, but there are people who have YouTube channels that make a living on trying to disprove or throw you under the bus. So as long as it's not a situation like that, then I'm cool. But you have people that I've, I've pulled up Reddit post that says, is this flash from media crap, a flash from Academy crap, any good. And you'll read guys say, it's probably some stuff that you can find anywhere on the internet. You know, you'll read stuff like that. Like all these YouTubers are just selling stuff you can find out there. Like, yeah, you can find, you know, a, a part list to a Chevy. That don't mean you know how to put it together. Then who's teaching you how to put it together? I can get a part list to every part on a Chevy Malibu, but you need a course to tell you how to put it together, how to fix it. So that's, but people who don't, they're not thinkers like that. They, they just, they don't think that they, you can learn your way to a next, to the next level. They think it's luck or they think that if things go right, you can, everything, every issue you have in your life, somebody's went through it before. Like somebody has gone through that issue. If you can read how they handle it, It'll save you a lot of time on in life. And just like you can watch one of them freaking five-minute videos on Facebook to show you how to regrow potatoes with, you know, a napkin and some toothpicks, you can you can watch content that tell you how to grow your business. Um, and, and the knowledge is there. So you, you just got to be careful with stuff like that. Uh, you good on the mic, bro? Uh, can you hear me? Oh, yes, sir. Loud and clear. Okay. All right, good. Yeah, my bad. I forgot to put the the forty eight volts on there. Man. Oh yeah, I thought it happened. <laughs> yeah, and I got to focus right, so it was it was real small. But um, all right. Um, I just wanted to share that win that I had. I had hit you up about it the other day. Um, so I had my first uh, organic client come through with my niche because I'm working with attorneys, and you know I just woke up one day. Um, I already had the website and the honey book and everything in there. So I just woke up one day and the guy just filled out the form. Um, I gave him a quick call, see what he needed, um, sent a proposify the same day and he paid it. And I just had the, uh, the shoot. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how to price things like that. Cause uh, you know, attorneys, they think differently. They're, they're mostly on like a full day or half day. Mm-hmm. And that that's what I've been getting from my um, my beta client too, who I've been talking to. So I called him. I said, "Hey, how should I price this? Is this a good price?" So end up for like a half day, charge seven fifty for a half day. I worked like an hour. I went, walked the property with him, and I was gone in fifty five minutes. So um, I I think that was a big accomplishment, and I just want to um snowball it and roll that into um you know getting more clients because if i could get like five 
I know like five locked in consistently and like word of mouth and things like that, it could just uh potentially I mean that that'll just be you know my my money for the year, I guess. So big shout out to getting that first organic client because that junk feel good when you wake up and and y'all yeah. y'all want y'all won't work for me. And it's just in your inbox and you like, I didn't run an ad, I didn't, but that's that's great SEO. That means the website is working for you. Um, and, and that's the goal. Like that's that's the main goal of the website is to wake up to money, is to let it work for you, is to create it so it speaks to your target audience. Um, I'm gonna tell you this: get out of day rates, half rates, and go on to project price. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to be penalized if you tell somebody half day, full day, and it take you 55 minutes. Some people are cool with it, some people are not. Um, so, so you may want to just, just structure the price where, Hey, base price plus a few hours, but, but most of your money and the way I do it in the base price, if you, if you are looking at module, a lump sum of your money is rolled into that first hour. So you Uh happy. And then every other hour is just like bonus money, but you're not punished for finishing early. There's some things in life where you finish too early, you're punished. Gotcha most things you're not. So you want to give it all you got in that first hour, put everything in your base rate. And then, you know, everything else just trickle on. If you laughed at that, you go, you know, where you're going, oh, yeah, who chuckle. <laughs> y'all ain't right. Y'all ain't right. We need, where's Marcus with the peace sign? We, I mean, with the, uh, with the cross when you need him. But, uh, either way. Um, so yeah, you want to make sure you roll it in that first hour. And just like, you know, lawyers definitely get it. They, uh, they uh I don't know what you're talking about, Reggie. They uh they definitely get it because they they got a consultant fee, they got a retainer, and they eat out of the retainer as soon as they can. So I'm dealing with a bunch of lawyers now, so I get it. They just, man, five thousand yeah. to even have a conversation and they charging you for four hundred dollars for staples. Like, I need to see a list of where every minute went, because I don't trust none of you. But uh, but yeah, you uh, you, you definitely gotta uh that, that I like that. That's a that's a that's a double headed win right there, because you got the job and got paid, but how yeah. they found you is great. And and that's why you a lot of websites ask, well, how did you find me? How did you find me? How did you find me? And that's a question I would ask the client. He may say, Hey, I Googled it. Or hey, I this. I found yeah. you on, you know. Yeah, he found he found he found me through Google. And man, my cause I was still transitioning from, you know, my general thing to my niche. Mm-hmm. Our Google business wasn't even put together. Like it was like my address was off and I didn't have pictures and stuff. So I went in and I immediately just added all my stuff, you know, make sure I was right. Now I want to know how do I, I forgot what module it's in, but I, I remember you saying, wait, like these, this stuff takes like either five or six months at least to get like organic. Correct me if I'm wrong, but my question is how do I like continue on and better sort of just so Google ads or let me ask you a question. What platform is it built on? It's built on Squarespace. Okay, go go to Fiverr and get a Squarespace SEO um, specialist. Once you have the brand messaging and the direction, don't do it before that because he ain't gonna know. He gonna be like, all right, I'm gonna take what you gave me and try to make some out of it. Maybe we can do something. I, I think I looked for your guy, but sometimes when I click on your ties list, the people are they're gone. done. Yeah, they're me, gone. I may go back and check because a lot of people got big time and made money and now they on you know. They don't want to. They don't want to pay Fiverr no more. They want to. They 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 dumped enough. Kind of like I look at myself when I started on Thumbtack. I was on there. I was the number one guy. 
when the money started rolling in, I just I pulled off Thumbtack and just pumped money into my marketing to compete above Thumbtack. So a lot right. of people are when they blow up, they're doing that. Um, my guy who was writing great product descriptions. Dude had like 8,000 reviews. And I'm like, dog, you was on here for three years. You did 8,000 <laughs> jobs in three years. And I know I spent a couple hundred with you. Like, you straight. So yeah. that's usually what happened. I got to go back and and, uh, and go through them and double check. But find you a SEO specialist that specializes in Squarespace. Once you have your messaging and you have your copy together, have them, um, you know, fix all of the, all of the SEO on the page so that you can continue to rank where you want to rank under the keywords you want to rank under. Okay. So I shouldn't be on um, doing any paper click and stuff like that. N not yet. Um, no. Not until you pay for copy. Um, then you did SEO. And then I usually bring somebody in to help me with the ability to convert, or I may bring in a marketing company that's responsible for the conversion and not just a marketing company. That's just going to do paper. It's just going to, create your pay-per-click, you know, uh, campaign. Well, when you say responsible for conversion, you mean you get paid and that's the only way they get paid? No, no, no. I mean that when they create the ad campaign, they're creating the landing page. They're creating the copy on that landing page, what goes on that landing page, and then they're creating the marketing that goes to that landing page. Now, they're going to probably create multiple landing page to A, B, C, D, and E test it. So they're responsible for saying, hey, you spent $100. We got, you know, 200 clicks. And out of that 200 clicks, 25 people call, right? So we know for every $100 you spend, we're going to get you 25 calls. Now gotcha. it's up to you to say, can how many of 25 can I close? Can I close half? Can I close 10? Okay, if I can close 10 people, out of 25 calls, I know that $100 gets me 10 jobs. If my average job is, just to make numbers easy because I'm Detroit Public Schools, if my average job is ten is $1,000 per job and I can close 10 off $100, then $100 of marketing brings me $10,000 of business every month. So by that company being responsible for that conversion, they're just creating the landing pages that's sending traffic so that they know um, what landing pages, what ads work. I got a marketing company right now that I'm working with. They got probably 10 different ads and 10 different landing pages that they are testing so they can look at the stats and say, okay, these three landing pages are our best. Let's pit them against each other to see what works the best. You know, so so they're just they're not because a lot of marketing companies will take your money, set up a pay per click and just send a thousand people who search for the word photographer to your page. And you like your page is blowing up. Your Google Analytics is on fire and you like, why I'm not making no money? Why nobody calling me? Well, it's because Canon just dropped a new R12 and, you know, that guy has just sent a bunch of people who search for Canon R12 to your page. And you don't got an R12 on your page. You don't got articles about it. You got traffic, but it doesn't, it's, it doesn't correlate to business. And they could say, if you look at the statistics, your, your page views are up a thousand percent. So keep paying us. Just give us some time. It'll, you know what I'm saying? Here you are signing contracts with companies that's not responsible for the conversion. They just sending you, they just sending you people. And they do that. They get a lot of new business owners like that. I got got like that multiple times. 
until I got a real company that was way more expensive, kind of like what Luke was saying, the cheap guy who went and finally got it done right. And 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 that company sat me down and said, hey, your your homepage is okay, but we think a landing page would be better because if you want to go after just corporate event photographers in this area, we want just a page that only talk to them directly, nothing else. Like you can't even click out of this page. Once you're on it, it's either read, watch videos, testimonial, call to action. You can't even read a, the about us section. You can't see nothing else we do. If you landed on this page, we're trying to convince you that this is all we do and this is all we do well, contact us. And that's what a landing page should do. It shouldn't have too much other crap. Um, and, and that and that page is what the the marketing company they're making that absolutely they're that they're just doing that on the side. Correct. Doing now, all their a great marketing company will do it on the platform that you have, so that you'll own those pages in the future. Some marketing companies will say, "No, nah, we need to build this on WordPress because we can we can figure this out and blah 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 blah." They'll own those pages. So you got to be careful. So so I should look on Fiverr for one. You can, um, it's some, you're going to probably look at like the stage two guys or the higher level guys on Fiverr who are, they're going to be more expensive because they're going to have to have, a, they're going to have to have a team that write copy, a team that does web design, and then, a, and then a marketing team. Um, and then you will be responsible for creating content. Sometimes they have a team that creates content. You will be responsible for that because you, you're a content creator. So I'll be like, look, tell me what you need. I'll film it and do it, whatever. Don't charge me for that. So you can find it, find it on Fiverr. Usually by the time companies get to that level, they're, what they can guarantee is greater. So their prices are greater, higher. Um, and they're usually on a standalone business because they don't want to pay the Fiverr fee. Fiverr, you may have to get these separately. You may have to hire a guy to create a landing page and then hire a guy to, to create your ads and then hire a guy to manage the marketing to look at the analytics and compare it and say, hey, this should be here. Hey, uh, web designer, we need to move this up to here because this page is not converting the way we feel like it should. Hey, marketing team, we need to add these words to our ad so that it'll draw people in to get this free offer. So, Or, or a, great, um, a great marketing manager will say things like, hey, you need a free offer so that we can build this email list. And then we got to hire a company to write out our email sequence to convert because everybody not going to convert immediately, depending on what your niche is and where you are and what the, what the average price of the ticket, people may not convert just off meeting you. Hey, how you doing? It's my first time on your website. I know who you are. Let me buy from you. Some people got to see your website six times to buy from you. So a great marketing manager will make that determination. Hey, with this niche, in this area, with this price point, we're going to have to target clients and then retarget clients because they're going to leave, go away for a week, do some more research and see you. That's why blog writing is so important because you can write a blog about why companies need video. And during the bottom of that blog, you kind of saying here at Flash Film Media, we specialize in video for companies, blah, blah, blah. Well, depending on where they are in the buying stage, they may come across that blog hear your name and then later see marketing from you when they are ready to make that purchase. Yeah. Now they see, now they're retargeted and they like, Oh snap. I need that. Yeah. I did read that. They know you, you, you kind of like a household name to them, even though you're not, but they've seen you before. 
Like there's local companies in your area that's nobody outside your area know about, but you know about. You know what I'm saying? You see them often. So you you kind of become that um, for that brand. And it's more expensive if you do it on a national level. A great marketing company will zero down in your local area. And and that way your dollar goes a lot farther than if you're trying to do national stuff. Yeah, I started doing a blog writing here and there, just using a chat GPT. I love it. It's a little time consuming. I don't want to straight up copy and paste. I don't know if you you think it's chat GPT is there, just straight copy and paste it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Whatever you don't like, tell it to change it. I tell it to be more direct. I'm okay, let me yeah. give you an example. On my webpage. Uh-huh. If you go to Flash Film Media right now, if you go to Flash Film Media right now, or Flash Film Academy, I'm sorry, Flash Film Academy, it says, no bullshit, just business. AI gave me that. That wasn't me. I said, be more direct. Be more direct. AI said, no bullshit, just business. I was like, damn, that's gangster. You gangster. I'm going to take that. It was, it was the most gangster thing AI has ever given me. It was it was like I couldn't believe how gangster it was. It was super gangster. AI. Mm-hmm. Not TI, just for those who are not TI. TI didn't give me that. Uh TI didn't give me that. TI gave me, I mean AI gave me that. Um, and it was I was like, you I was like, you a trill dude. <laughs> my G. And and he Now just, just make sure since since you're asking about doing a blog. What you know, realize Ty's talking about like a couple of lines. You need to make sure that it is not making shit up out of left field. Give it the information. You need to go through and read it through. Yeah. And it, and if you know something to be completely wrong, uh my my, my favorite was somebody told uh Chat GDP uh that the Queen of England is dead, and it came up with some uh some very uh uh false stuff saying no, the it's 2023 and the Queen of England is alive. Well, so the, one thing about ChatGPT, you got to realize is its access to the internet and data stopped in like 2021 or something. They'll tell you the date. So you can feed it information and say, write me an article based off this information and then it'll write it. Because I'm going to give you an example. I used a lot. If, if There's an article about the Apple Vision Pro that's on my website that I use a lot of ChatGPT with. And Tad beat GPT was like, if this stuff was real, it'll be dope. Like literally like at the end, it was like, the, you know, the, the, kind of like this is fiction. But if it was real, it'll be dope. But I gave it information about the device and said, this is how this is what I want to write about. Help me write this. And it'll be like, this is fiction. But it doesn't know that it's real because it doesn't have access to the Internet to verify it. It's, it's Internet access is cut off like 2021 right. or something. But it can still write about something if I give you, you know, you. I can tell you to write also, about LeBron James, a game LeBron James had. You you may not have seen the game, but I can tell you he put up 50 points and 20 rebounds. You know what I'm saying? And then you can write about it. You know, also, I, I actually, go ahead, Luke. So, Creighton, also, you can actually provide it a web link now using a plugin called Link Reader if you have the paid GPT. And uh, you can actually have it read a website link and then spit stuff back to you. It'll still tell you stuff like, oh, this device isn't real, but it'll read the website link. Like, it'll read the information there for you and then be like, okay, here's an article about that. You know what I mean? There's um, a, I, 
I there's a, a, a plug not a plugin I use. There is a website I use that summarizes YouTube videos. And then you give oh, that information. There's other know. plugins on ChatGPT. Ty, you gotta get on the plugins, bro. The plugins have all that shit. Yeah, I need to like, check it out. Into GPT Plus. I started playing with it like last week and I was like, oh, they added so much cool stuff. Cause I got the paid version. I just I don't haven't added plugins. I gotta find out what's the name of that app that oh summarize. Summarize.tech. I'll post it in the website. Summarize.tech. You can put a link to any YouTube video. It'll summarize what the video is about. It'll listen to all the audio and summarize what the video is about. That's awesome. Um, and then I'll take that information and dump it into chat GPT and say, write me something about this. But it is summarized from all the Detroit Public School guys. Let me spell it for you. S-U-M-M-A-R-I-Z-E dot T-E-C-H. That's the website, like dot com, but it's dot tech. Um, it's a blank, weird looking screen. It'll ask you for a URL. You pop it in there and it'll give you a summary. And I'm telling you, I used it for like one of our four hour live videos and it'll go through everything. It's crazy. Um, it's pretty dope, but uh, check it out when you get time. Um, but you I use that information on there. Go for it, bro. Actually reading that, uh, that, that your article about the Apple vision pro the entire time I'm sitting there, I was like, this is not Ty, but oh, you course. also have to understand how many instances ha have I had where uh, you know, like right now I'm talking with you. I'm li I've listened to almost every video X, Y, Z. You're going to have to have that level of knowledge to know us. Like, I'm just like, maybe Ty just doesn't write like he speaks, but I mean, I, 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 I've the, never had that feeling. The thing you is know, this, so... I, I, I try to, I, I want it written where it's general. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want it mm -hmm. to, I don't, the articles are designed to bring people who have never thought of flash from academy to flash from academy um so i need to wheel you in the way think about like the news right you never heard a, a it, very rarely do you hear somebody on the news with an accent they, they speak <laughs> like no matter where you are you travel everybody in the news sounds very similar um you, you mean that midwestern accent yeah that, it's that, like a midwestern accent yep yeah. so it, it, it pulls you in you know, and if you go follow them on a, like a newscaster and their social media or whatever, you, you hear they talk completely mm -hmm. different. So you, you just write it in a way where it's just general. It's a general, you know, everybody can relate to it. I try because the thing about me is either you like me or you don't. And I'm too much of something or not enough of something. Like some people want me to be way more technical and go into the weeds on why, you know, cinema cameras do it. Listen, I don't want to do all of it. That's pointless. That's just not me. So it just depends on the person and how they receive it. But the writing I try to make as general as possible. But uh, Jedi, let's go back to that that uh, SEO. So yeah, you got Squarespace. Get the copyright. Make sure the wording is right and it it targets your audience. Get your copywriter. Who uh, I still believe in getting a copywriter for that. Chat GPT can help with some stuff, but to target your audience, I still believe a great copywriter um, with a sales background can help. Um, and then get you a marketing company that, that and I would have straight up asked them, are you guys responsible for the conversion? Are you guys going to deliver me traffic or are you going to deliver conversions? And when I mean by conversions, I mean people picking up my phone, calling me, asking for what I actually do. And and you're going to spend a little more, but every time your phone rings, it's money. It's just up uh, to I you did, to close it. I just clicked on your ties list, and uh, this guy, Abdul, 
he's uh he's active, so I might try him out. Yeah, check him out. Uh, is, is he going to just reword or create new copy or just reword everything I already put on there? It depends. It depends. It depends how how good you are at giving him the information he needs to create new content. Oh, okay. some people don't. They don't got time. They like look at this and regurgitate it. Okay. But if you say, hey, this is what I'm trying to do. This is who I'm trying to reach. This is my target audience. He will write something for you that is what you need. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll message him. Yeah. All right, thanks. Appreciate oh, it. Oh, no problem, bro. No problem, bro. Uh, Daniel, you up next, bro. Hey, can you hear me? Loud and clear. All right. All right, so you remember it was you, I think, and it was Luke. There was somebody else who was here. The HVAC guy. Who I was telling you about? Yeah, yeah. Do you mind yeah. if I share my screen and I can share this email? Okay, let me see if I could uh, enable yeah. it. Okay, uh, there you go. You should be able to do it now. All right, so let me... Can you see that? No, not yet. Did you click I got screen? it. Wait a second, Ty. Is it popping up? I can up? see it. So, okay. Uh, yeah, it's like a smaller email. Um, it's morning. We have a follow-up meeting scheduled for today. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm looking at the wrong screen. I'm stupid. Go ahead. This, that ain't you. It's me. Can you see it? Yeah, I see it. I see it. Okay, hold on. I forgot I got split screen up. My headphones unplugged, so I have a big thing blocking it. Um. So, yeah. Supposed to have a follow-up meeting. This was uh, sent to me six days ago, and I was trying to think of like a good response for this, and I don't know what to say. Um, basically, he's like, the cold weather won't last forever, because it won't. We're seeing that here, too, that the cool weather is offsetting the start of summer for some of our uh, clients, but yeah. it's just it's just giving us more time to build an ad to build an ad strategy against this summer. And we're hoping, fingers crossed, it means a longer summer cycle into September. So there you go. Um, All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's what you, you spit back at them. It's a good time to start. This is the best time to start because realistically, putting a freeze for two months is not going to do anything for their business. And maybe they're testing you. Maybe they genuinely don't know. But all that's going to do is put them way behind when it does warm up. They're going to be way behind their competition. Their competition's going to smash them. I mean, if they want that, sure. But otherwise, they need to double down when it's rough. And I've told a lot of clients recently, I'm like, bro, you have to double down if it gets rough. I do not care what you think about like, oh, well, it's not good right now, so we can't spend ads. That's not how this works. We need to bring you traffic double time when things are not good because those people, as soon as they have the need, they're going to start calling you and you're going to be like, where did all this shit come from? And the people are going to be like, I don't know where I found you. And it's going to be like, that, that's us. If they don't know, it was mm -hmm. us. Like, uh, so time, yeah, to, uh, time to leverage that big stick. Not even that, but just time to remember that you know, for a business, it's not a good idea to stop spending money. And to me, whenever a business says something like that to me, I look at them like, do you think I'm just some dude? I know that's not a good idea. I know you're not going to do that. That's, that's what I mean by this. Instead? That's what exactly what I mean by the big stick is that if you're a subject matter expert, then you should know 
that this is the best time to do ad spend. And that's what I meant by big, yeah. by big stick. I mean, because let's say the summer, sh- it, Reggie, my bad. let's say the summer's shorter, right? Let's say hypothetically it's hotter for a shorter period of time. When it get hot, that fo- somebody's getting them phone calls. Do you want to start up when you think it's getting hot or do you want to be ahead of it? So if it's, if it's less time to eat, let's make sure we're out, you know, we out and about and we eating during that time period, not starting when it start up. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that, Luke. One thing, if you read any, any business book will tell you to double down when stuff get tight. Buy, buy when everybody's selling, like double down. What is a, uh, millionaires are made during, uh, like depressions. All, a lot of millionaires are billionaires who buy when people, you know, are selling everything. They're buying up everything. So when, when never let turn, a good crisis uh, go to waste. Yep. Yep. So I would I would push back on them like that. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm again. I said it every every week. Only assholes survive in business, and sometimes you gotta poke them. And, and I'm gonna be real with you, Daniel. Ty tells you to do this shit, and you're like, dude, I can't talk to them like that. Like I had a moment with them like that not that long ago, like yep. like three four weeks ago, and I straight up told this dude like I can't talk to them like that. Like, yeah. am I really supposed to say that like that? And what happened? And he's all. And he's all, yeah, say it exactly like that. And I said it to him, and they did exactly what I wanted them to do. And I fucking fell out my chair. Like, I can't believe that worked. That makes no sense. Like, I don't think if somebody talked to me like that, I'd be like, what the fuck? But yeah, you you just you you went in all reality. Someone talked to you like that, and they and you know they know what they're talking about. You're gonna back down. And I thought about it for a minute, and I was like. Well, I'd get mad if some idiot talked to me like that. But if somebody I'd already hired, like my plumber, is like, look, dude, you you either pay me for this job and I fix your toilet or I let your house flood and I walk out. Your choice. I'd be like, fair, fair. Here's your money. You know, you know what I mean? I wouldn't short my plumber because I'm not trying to get fucked like that. And I know the trades game. But yeah. and the, the way I like to twist it is if your doctor told you, look, dude, you keep smoking these, you're going to die. You're going to die in two years if you keep smoking these cigarettes. What you gonna tell them? But I, but I, but they lights, doc. They meant all light. You're not gonna say nothing. You're gonna be like, damn. Bro, they Newports. They say you got a decision to make. Either you gonna smoke and die in two years, or you gonna yeah. live a better life. Like he, your doctor gonna be like, listen, it's up to you. It's your life. This is what you need to do. I'm writing a prescription to say stop smoking. If you choose to continue to smoke, this is this is what's going to happen. Now, now, let me know what you want to do. And you make I. a decision. I.e. leveraging that big stick. Yep, absolutely. That's that's my OnlyFans page. It's called Leveraging a Big Stick. Anyway, um, I know you said you got some more wins. <laughs> yeah, so this was a, a small win, though. Um, it's, it's really short. It's like a summer camp. It's a film summer camp for uh, younger people. Mm-hmm. And I'm teaching that. I'm teaching them film not like the actual film film, but just like the basics and stuff, yeah. which they can go to YouTube for that. But um, it's um it's to keep like the youth out of trouble because I'm in Alabama and I'm from Birmingham and we have like a lot of gun violence. So that's, I'm doing that to teach them the knowledge to, you know. If you're going to shoot somebody, let it be film. Yeah. I like that. I actually thought about doing that because when I was younger, I got started um in a in in a program like that yeah it's, it's short though 
uh, the third win you're, is you're, I got to... You're going to make a lot of impact on a lot of kids' lives that you may not realize until you run into them later. And they're like, oh, Mr. Such and Such. Man, yeah. I remember... Trust me, I, I, I'm I that way. Yeah, and like, I never thought, like, in my... Because I'm, I'm 27, like, it's kind of... It's going to be kind of weird, like, teaching high school kids and, you know... They still... They're going to think you old. You perfect. Yeah. You old, okay. but you still cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you old enough to be old, but you're yeah. young enough to be cool. Oh yeah, okay. Um, the third one is I had somebody reach out to me on my site and fill out the form. It's a Creighton. Are, are you in here? This was sports. He in here. He just uh he on the toilet. Okay. All right. So I had this guy reach out to me. He's unable to make the shoot, but it's a shoot in Birmingham. It's called SWAC Media Day. Oh, that's for the uh, historically black colleges. Yes. That's for their uh, football division? Yes. I know a guy. When is it? It's July 25th. Ooh, I know a guy who know a guy who, who cover a lot of a lot of those events. Yeah, but um, the guy reached out to me because he's not able to make it. He's from Texas, I think. Um, The shoot, well, the, the event is four hours, and he wanted us to cover the event four hours and everything. And the question I had was... I had a a la carte for a a backdrop and everything. Mm -hmm. So what would be a good, like, backdrop? Like, if he was to, like, if he was to, because I'm trying to think. I think I know what he's talking about because he left me a voicemail stating that uh, he wanted to talk to me about a backdrop and everything. And if he goes the route of putting his logo on that backdrop, how would I go about getting that printed? Two ways to do it. One is green screen. The other is to actual actually buy it. Yeah. Um. There are companies that can create um step and repeats, and you can get a step and repeat uh with your logo on it. And it's actually not that expensive. It's probably like yeah, it's not like one fifty, okay. depending on how big you want it, and if you want to stand and all of that, it's not that expensive. Because yeah. if you scroll up in the chat to uh Andrew's GIF, it's something on the style of that. I think. But I just feel like a color backdrop, but I think he's he might be looking for something like that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. We used the I forgot the company we used so long ago. We did Capital One. Um, I forgot what company we used, but it's step and repeats is you can get one for at uprinting.com for like 115. And you can put their logo. Okay. Uh and then they'll do like rush, de- rush delivery. You're gonna probably pay more for delivery than anything, but um, yeah. a lot of like Vista print, a lot of them guys have, um, they have, uh, step and repeats that you can put logo on but depending on how fast the turnaround time is, you can still, you can also use green screen, but that's something that's okay. that step and repeats look better. Um, if the client going to eat the cost, I'm charging them 500 for it. I'm gonna pay yeah. 130 plus delivery. Um, and I may even. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast.
let them keep it because I have no use for it because it's their logo. Right. Yeah. Okay. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Step and repeat for sure. Um. Or you can do what is it? Curtains and drapes. What's the other one? Drapes and curtains, and you can have them print the curtains. Step and repeats look better though. Like whenever you watch an award ceremony and they're in front of like the Grammy logo, it's step and repeats. Mm-hmm. Whenever they do uh. The the coaches talk about what happened at the game. They in front of a step and repeat. They're 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 really cheap compared to like somebody say yeah one fifty for twelve feet. Um and sometimes they come. Make sure you find out whether or not it come with the the backdrop holder or not. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. You can get one for eighty fifty twenty dollars if you got some C stands. You can use two C stands. Um and and you can keep that and you know have it. I've done it for shows plenty of times and they can print them fast and send them. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, anytime, bro. I think that's you know is is it's crazy that 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 came up because that was something that I had a client request and I was like, what? Yeah, well, you can step and repeat. Well, you can we'll repeat it. Like, what do you not knowing <laughs> what I'm uh <laughs> uh not knowing what uh, what I was talking about? But then I found out. But yeah, yeah. Um, what do you say about the swag? The swag. What's the name? What is what kind of uh event is it? It's a, let me go to the site real quick. It's a HBCU media day. It's, let me, I'm going to put the link in the chat. I know somebody who knows somebody who may be able to jump on in a second and talk about the, uh, give you some updates on the HBCU media day because he's covered them before. All right. I was gonna say, I think you know. I think the guy you're talking about, he know exactly that. He that's you know all. (laughs) Yeah, he's probably already there. Yeah, he cover all HBCU events, so it's not what you know. It's who you know. He may be able to give you some insight. I'm trying to see if he's busy now. Um, Now is he the um? Is he a media guy or is he just like a? He owns um. He got an HBCU media company. Um, Let me see if we're talking about the same guy. I'm gonna. He's not in Texas though. Oh, never mind. Okay, never mind. But he okay. got—he knows some people like, in Texas. Is that so, like so? The question is, like that? I can't hear you guys. What you say? So, all right. How about now? I hear you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the question is: Is what about it? I mean, it's just a media day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, sorry. I, I, that, that's that's what it is to me. No, nah, bro. It's the HBCU. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. It's just a media day, pretty much. But it's just good to know what to expect. You know what I'm saying? Because because different different um, conferences and different companies do things differently. Like I've been to you know just bigger like NFL media days, and yeah. when you go cover stuff, that's a lot less. Like you need to bring way more lighting and like you know what I'm saying, just different stuff. Yeah. So so you know if he jump in, I see if he uh if he jump in, I have him uh I have him talk. He say he say give him a second, but if he jump in, I have him talk a little bit about. Uh, what to expect I, I mean for a lot of media days just kind of think of it it's kind of like a convention mm-hmm. you know i mean so i mean I, I i don't know what your angle is on it i mean it just to, to me it's just a media day and yeah. you know it depends on what your what your angle is if you Hold are up, a, let's say it ain't a, just a media no I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, bro. you know I, I mean it's just it's just another media day. i mean i see media days all the time mm-hmm. you know that that that, that, that that's that's all that I'm really saying about it. But uh, I mean, yeah, if you think of it kind of like a convention, hey, here are all their products. Here are all the football players. Here are all the volleyball players. Here's all the whatevers. Um, and it gives you the ability to get a preseason interview in, 
or a, you know, hey, we, we want to make sure that we get a picture of Michael Jordan. You know, Michael Jordan's going to be here and you can get a picture of him. You know, not like to autograph, but you can get a picture of him for your media use. So mm -hmm. it th th that's why I'm kind of like, I I'm really curious what your angle is on it because, you know, are you looking just to figure out what a media day is like? Or I don't know. You know why you don't know, Carton? Because it's the HBCU media day. <laughs> <laughs> I want to pray of you. Give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like messing oh, with you. Hi. I mean, I, I agree. I mean, but they could be different. I, you know, I've been media days are just, just crazy. DNC know what I'm talking about, but media days can just be they can just be different. If you can get if you can get some insight on like, you know, just what to expect. I mean, you know. Yeah, because I, I didn't tell him it was my first time doing it though. But um oh, that's yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. He um I guess like we're doing interviews. Mm-hmm. And I was gonna when well, I but we were gonna send um the finished however many finished videos he need, that's what we were gonna send to him to post on his website and also excuse me, the YouTube channel. Um I'm still getting details on that like right now. I'm supposed to have a meeting with him tomorrow to see uh who's the point of contact for me to get in, for well, us to get in and all that. Well sit tight because my boy said he's gonna jump on in a few seconds. My boy okay. Ricky, he do a lot of HBCU. Uh, the, yeah, games. He cover a lot of the swag, so he gonna jump yeah. on, and then he can kind of give you a rundown what to expect uh, about <laughs> it. So yeah, yeah. That's see, it's not what you know; it's who you know, and you'll be able to walk yep. in that bad boy like a pro. Sweet. So, so give me a second, but, um, and he'll jump as in. As far as like media stuff goes, like that, uh, you you really want to be quick. You want to be nimble. Uh, you you, you want to be able to mic up someone real fast. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. And you also want to be able to uh, disengage quickly to, to re-engage with the next one. And here comes the man himself. Okay. All right. It's not just a regular media day. It's the HBCU. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But, well, hey, yeah. Hey, hey, Ricky, hey, real quick. We got a, we got a gentleman that's working uh, a SWAC media day for the first time. He never done it before, but he's doing it. And he just want to know what to expect. And I say, I, I know a guy. Who's the man? Um, so tell them, tell them about your company, and then just give them a little quick insight, and we'll get right to you, Mario and Victor, just on what to expect covering this swag, swag media day. You're muted right now, by the way. You're still muted. You're still on mute. <laughs> you know, I can't hear you You're on mute. Oh, there you go. You hear me now? There you go. <laughs> there now, now we good. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah, my, 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 my company is the HBCU Sports Wire. I am basically the Getty Images for HBCU. Um, so we we cover games, uh we mainly the SWAC, but we do we did cover some MIAC games this year and a couple of CIAA games. Um, but we try to cover as much as we can. I have um two other photographers that work with me in different regions. I have one up north in the DC region, and then I have one out in Texas. Uh, well, two out in Texas if Ty ever gets to a game, but um, <laughs> but we uh, but so that's basically what I do. Is and I, I'm I just gonna to say Prairie View is right down the street from me, but okay. Yes, there you go. You got okay. Yeah, so so I try to provide editorial content for people that cover HBCUs, news outlets, um, blogs, uh, YouTube channels. Um, right now, the yeah, last year was our inaugural year, so hopefully we'll go. You know, continue to go up to the next level this year, but. Um, what I would say about SWAT Media Day, I did. I haven't attended. I didn't attend last year, um, but I've been to things similar, 
And it's gonna, it's just gonna be every team's gonna be represented by the coach and a couple of players. And then they'll have booths set up and then they'll go, but they'll go to different booths and do interviews or whatever. So um, and then they'll do main, you know, videos in the main hall, wherever the main, you know, ballroom or whatever, they'll have each coach come up and they'll do in front of all the press. But they also stop at little stations. Like let's say you have a table set up, they'll stop there, they'll do an interview with you. So it's all the SWAC teams, and they have at least two guys, you know, offense and a defensive representative with them. So that's basically how it goes. So it's content galore if you if you know how to how to swing it. But um, that's basically it in a nutshell. So what were you asked to do? I know he was asked. Uh, Daniel was asked to. Do you know what you were asked to do? He got to provide a step and repeat. Um, but just go on, give him a little detail, Daniel, on what you were asked to do. Yeah, if the if the if he does go with the. Uh backdrop thing but literally what you just said rick is what i'm doing okay like just interviews yep perfect perfect well i just wanted you two to connect just in case y'all can maybe you know work together in the future after covering this one seeing what you like um but when you said swag i was like i know exactly who to call is he yeah, is he gonna be there um I, I plan on it this year um i haven't even looked up the dates out well is it is it usually in july right Late July. Yeah, it's July. This was gonna be in Birmingham, Alabama. Okay, yeah, that, it was there last year. Okay, yeah, yeah, it was there last year. Okay, um, I plan on it to to kick off football season. Um, it's gonna be a busy season for me because I'm trying to get around to every. I'm trying to get around, but again, um, if you ever and I know you, you working directly for the SWAC office or. No, this is like a contractor type of thing because he's okay. the guy who's doing it. He's not gonna be able to make it. Okay. So he's he came to um, us about it. Okay, so just the just the SWAC media day, or or just SWAC in in general. I think just the media day. Okay. On July twenty, I don't know how long the event is, but just on the twenty fifth for four hours. Okay. Hey, so you you do shoot sports action and all that good stuff? No, this is oh. this is my first year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's basically what it is. It's gonna be. It's it's simple. Um, long as you just, you know, you have your setup, those guys are going to be coming through and, and you just, and then, you know, they'll stop at your booth or whatever the case may be. You also can get sound bites from the main, you know, the main hall to put up, but it's, 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 it's simple stuff. Just, just a press conference, basically. Ooh, all right. Yep. Appreciate you, bro. Man, no problem. You can, you can stick around and whatever you want to do is up to you. It's up to you, but uh, I appreciate you. See, that's why it's good to know people. It's not, it's not what you know, it's who you know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> At Crichton, what kind of what kind of press conference is it, Crichton? It's an HBCU That's media right. day. Press I ain't got to bring out and put my brass knuckles out. He was saying it was just a re- he was saying it was just a press conference, but it's an HBCU press conference. All right, I just want to put that out there, real quick. <laughs> just want to put that out there. Now that we know, Mario, you up next, bro. Mario and then uh, Victor, go for it. I know Mario got some wins. He over there with that whole new background. This dude and bought a crib. Hmm? <laughs> Not even. Let me get my headphones on because Mario was in Vegas making it rain. He was, he was, you know what I'm saying? He walked through the casino just throwing money around. Mario couldn't money. help it. He had to go back to Vegas. He yeah. just had to. Yeah, he was in there. No, I didn't. That that trip house got a whole cancel, but it's okay because more comes, you know, better things come after that. And they sure did. But um, um, First off, uh, I want to say what's up to everybody. Hope everybody had a good ass dope week. Yes, sir. Um, and then second, I want to give a shout out to um, 
Luke for you know hooking it up with a with a hot lead. Uh, tomorrow we're going to be talking with with um, with the prospect and see how we can help him out. Um, and uh, and and I'm with my with my wins. And and I mean that that and I want to emphasize that's the power of this this community. You know what I mean? Um, you know, there's there's things that I might I'm not I might not be proficient. I'm not be efficient or whatnot. But I know somebody here or or somebody that can help me out with this. And then I can just, you know, hand it out to the to the person that is gonna make, you know, the prospect uh, you know, more satisfied with the services that they're looking for. So look, I thank you, thank you for trusting me. And, you know, we you know, um yeah, I will we'll we get in touch with with that with that prospect tomorrow. Um yeah. like I said, man, uh, it's uh it's the perfect setup. Like it's the perfect, it's the perfect fit, I think. And it's all about who, you know, you know what I mean? It's like that, those guys wouldn't have been a good fit for me. They're a great fit for you. And it's all about who, you know, and who knows, there might be parts of that deal that end up being like more than you can handle that you can pass off to us. Like shit goes both ways. Like all these deals go both ways. It's uh, when, exactly. when one of us wins, we all win. You know what I mean? And, you know, just to kind of keep it simple, I think that's how it's going to be. It's going to be some, you know, something for both of us. This cake is going to have pretty, pretty, uh, Oh, you may have muted yourself, Mario. You still muted. That's weird. Yeah, you still muted, bro. Let me see. Let me see if I could, We'll give it a second, cause uh, you're still muted. We can't hear you. The man, oh, okay. the man you cut now? you off. <laughs> we, are we here now? It was weird. The man oh, cut you off. Yeah, it's because I got a call. Oh, okay. It's Let me put good. this on. Let me get this on. And not this. Do not disturb. Look at all that right. sandwich. That boy, it was nasty last night. And um, so what I was saying, uh, I'm still in Wyoming, but um, you know, I'll be going back and forth to Denver just to handle a couple of things. But, uh, you know, the account that we're handling here in Wyoming is doing pretty well. Uh, we created some content for them and then we're running some um, ghost ads on Facebook and it's driving a lot of traffic over here. Uh, even though it's a small town of 400 people, we're driving traffic from across the state, even from people from uh, that are actually going towards Yellowstone they're stopping by here uh, prior to going to Yellowstone. So it's it's really, you know, the owner is excited about just what we've been doing for the past just few weeks. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure this is going to be a long um, account that we're going to hold. We're, we're already moving into managing and creating content for the lounge that I'm at, the, the hotel that I'm at right now, and also for their liquor store. So... The owner pretty much bought all the business establishments here in this town. He bought the restaurant, he bought the the lounge, he bought the he bought the the liquor store. He bought the most historic building in town, which he's gonna renovate into a high end class hotel instead of just having like this little motel. He's having he's creating within the next few years. He's creating this uh, historic building into a you know, a high-end hotel for all of the tourists that are going to come into the Wyoming area. And then I know, I know for a fact that once, once we keep, we, once we build this relationship and we bring them great results,
He must got another call coming. That boy phone ringing. <laughs> My boy phone is on fire right now. Okay. And, um, and, um, so yeah, so that's, it's really good. That's a, that's a big dub, uh, for, for, for us. And then, um, we just locked down a, a recipe of footage video for the Colorado beef console that is scheduled within the next week. I mean, on the 26th of actually on a couple of weeks on the 26th of June. So on the 26th of June, we're going to be creating uh, just a couple of talking heads with the Colorado Beef Council with the farmer uh, over there by Castle Rock. Uh, and we're going to be doing about three recipes uh, that, you know, constitute using beef. Um, sometime in July, because of the weather, it's kind of wet. So we're kind of uh, seeing where we're going to land this. We're going to be doing some couple of talking heads with uh, Nebraska, um, uh, Nebraska Bean, uh, bean uh, Council or, or Bean uh, Association, something like that. It's being something with the bean farmers. I forgot the name. But we're going to be going to Nebraska in June. Just a few talking heads. That's, you know, that's just easy money right there because I was like, okay, what do you guys want? I was like, we just want to talk. We just want to say a little bit of our farm. So, you know, a couple angles on the talking heads, some B-roll of the farm, maybe some drone footage we will see. So that's going to be happening in July. And then also we're coming, we're going to, uh, that's Nebraska, Oklahoma as well with the farmers in Oklahoma. So uh, really, really busy. Um Couple wins and also a crazy, a crazy uh, lead that came out of Honeybook. What? Um, yeah, I, I don't know how that happened, but like uh, you know, it was like around noon today, and I just got a notification on my Honeybook that said you got an inquiry, and the inquiry was pretty much of a, a, a restaurant in. Ma Hold on, let me. A man, man, Airy. Philadelphia, and they just want social media management, literally. Um, that's all they want. They're like, we got somebody that create content. Uh, we just want somebody that can help us post it, engage. Uh, somebody that can help us bring in, you know, give us a, 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 a return on our investment and see what, what what's going on. And, and it was weird because I didn't know how it worked like that. Yeah, you know? I know. I mean, it was like a you could find people and send stuff. Yeah, I've I've gotten some some stuff. Yeah, so so that kind of you know, it was kind of like a thumb tack type of deal, you know, but without charging me for the leave. So I quickly jump on it, like I gave them a call and I was like, Well, you know, you see that we're located in Denver, Colorado, right? They're like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, but you just what you you know, what you're showing is what we need. And I was like, okay, go back, going back to like being the specialist and you know being niched down and shit. Um, that that that's what got me that that's what got me that that lead. So uh, I'm right now I'm kind of working on on sending just a quick. Uh, you you know what? Like I've been I've been because of the people that I deal with, I do uh, research and development all the time. I'm always asking questions, even with my clients, even and future prospects, the people that I deal with 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 uh, with my blog, and a lot of people are just saying, 
and and I mean, you guys can correct me, and I know you guys will probably say go with Proposal Five and go with with um, with uh, with sending a, a a proposal, right? But I, I I'm I'm just gonna ask the community right now if they can help me, they can guide me, um, and this is what they're asking me to do because this is what they they feel comfortable. And you know, last a few weeks ago, we were talking about how we can start with. Uh, you know, our prices start here and then you can start picking, right? So most of my, most of my, the people that I talk to, which are, you know, our restaurant managers or the restaurant tour owner, the restaurant tours, uh, they're saying we would prefer just to have like a small flyer with the services that you start with. So I'm, I'm literally like working on something like that right now. And I mean, this is this is like little couple of things I show real quick. While you do that, let me tell you this because I, yes. I I ran into a similar issue with with Flash from Academy, right? Where people say, "Hey, I'm a member. Where do I start?" So sometimes it's about I like that. Sometimes it's about teaching. It's about giving your client the path along. You know, sometimes you present people with too many options, and they're like, "Well, what do I eat? What do I start first? Right. And just like a menu, a menu start just like you got it with the appetizer starter. You know, let me get your drinks first. So sometimes you got to put the direction with it um, and it helps to to make sure that you you kind of explain where they should start because businesses don't know. Uh, we don't know where we should start with this, which, which we see everything you laid out and that's cool. But where should we start? So it's very important um, to to help businesses and clients understand where where they you know you may have the big stuff last you may start with something little um and that's pretty much what your client is your beta clients or clients is telling you like we want to buy everything we just don't know what to buy first um and, yeah and every well, you start to look at big companies they got what's called entry products right apple entry product is an iphone and then you want an ipad and then you want a macbook pro you know what I'm saying like everybody got an entry level item or items that are entry level and where you start your favorite restaurant, you start with some appetizers, of course. So, so that's pretty much what they're asking is. How, that muted. Oh, can you hear me? That that's pretty much what they're asking is where do I start? And sometimes they need direction on where where to start. So, um, just something to think about. And I, I think anybody else want to, you can jump in. Anybody else? If anybody else got more they want to add to it. But I, that's what I'm thinking because that's what I ran into. Depending on, you know, the type of client and what service you're offering, they want to know where to start. And while people are like, if, you, if you're if doing headshots, right, you can you can offer information that they need. If they want to buy headshots from you, they need to know what to wear, what colors to stay away from. How do I know if I need an executive level shot? How do I know if I need a regular shot? You know, what works best when I do it? And it's, remember how I told you, you show value when you have an itinerary, like when you walk in and you say, all right, this is what we're going to do. You look like you've done it before. You have that experience. And that's the experience that they value. They want to pay for. Sometimes when, it, even in the beginning, before they buy from you, they still need that itinerary to know what to buy from you, where to start. So yeah. it makes a lot of sense. That And that, that is something that I went through. Like when we just had the, um, the final the to set the date for the Colorado Beef Council, and you know 
one of the things that I said, I was. Uh oh, you got another phone call in. We're getting that money. That's the, that's the girlfriend. Like, where you at? You were supposed to be over here. She like. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, I asked um, uh, for just basic information, and then for me, so I can start building the itinerary, so I can then present it to them, and then so they be ready for us to set up with, um, you know, where we're gonna be setting up for the recipe. Where we're gonna be setting up for the talking head, where we're gonna be doing the B roll, all of that stuff, you know. So that may need to be on your flyer though. Like, like the the first thing, or maybe on your website, the first thing you present to them is, "Hey, this is what we need to get started. Here go mm -hmm. the things you need to have in order when we start here." I I would have a list of, you know, this is what we offer maybe broken up into three different sections and depending on where you enter, we determine what we need from you. Right. So I'm giving you an example. Whenever you buy from Fiverr, whatever you buy, as soon as you pay the money before the person even come on and they're a part of it, they got a list of questions they ask before they even step up to the plate and have that conversation with you. So, so you may need to put that in place even before the purchasing stage um, and, and that's why I like on my proposal, I break down what's going to happen next on my proposal. So usually when I talk to you and you get the proposal, it makes people feel more comfortable because they know once I pay this, I sign this, I pay it, we're, we're going to lock in a date. You're going to need this by this date. It just breaks down what's going to happen. And a lot of people, you'd be surprised, 10, 15% of your clients don't work with you because they don't understand what's going to happen next. It's just a mystery. Um, and you know, a crazy example, I just bought some crap for the car. It's carbon fiber, right? When you buy carbon fiber, they got to make it to order. They're not just sitting in a warehouse to ship out. They're going to tell you, they, you know, they have to tell you, Hey, it's a two week lead time because once you put in the order, we get the order. Then we make the product. Then we test the product and then we clear coat the product and then we package the product and we send it. Like I wouldn't have known that. I'm thinking, yo, I'm thinking of Amazon. I order it Monday. I want it Tuesday, but I had to thank God their website explained and they have videos to explain that everything is custom ordered. So now I know I'm not tripping. I'm not a bad client because I'm like, yo, I ordered it Monday. It's Friday. What's up? Now I know that there's a lead time because they have to make it. So maybe um, what that client is asking for is just direction on, the, on you know, what the steps are going to be um, and what they should get ready to prepare to start that journey. And if you're having multiple clients ask for that, that may be an indicator that I need to display this out front. Okay. And then um, I appreciate I appreciate the feedback and the info on that. Uh, because it's, it is something that they, they've been asking me. They're like, well, you know, we would actually prefer if, we, if you can just kind of lead us into this. Like, you know, I know you have all this, but where can we start? Where can we do? And, and I mean, I don't know if it's, just my niche or if you guys are seeing that within you guys yourself but like i you know because i manage several social media pages right for several restaurants mm -hmm. and i get i get messages from other marketing agencies and they and they send messages their messages like hey we are a social media marketing we want we offer this type of services and they just said like you know like a generic they don't even, they don't, like, the thing about me, they don't, I, I personally, like, I have a generic script, right? But within that generic script, 
I don't just say we manage restaurant. I I literally just put the the name of the restaurant and say where are they lacking, you know, where 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 can they there's room for opportunity or improvement or growth. Like I notice you're you're doing this. I notice this is wrong. Oh, we can show you. But like the reason why why I mention is this because with with a few clients with a few clients that I have that I manage, I get these messages of other marketing agencies, uh, which are not niche. They're not niche. Uh, they don't niche down. They're just they're just general. They manage different type of businesses, and which is not wrong, whatever. But um. You know, they they just said they 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 just send information, right? Pretty generic, and then I I kind of take that take that information, but like, hey, you know, this guy reach out to you because I don't I'm not I'm not a hater, you know. Like, if they want to go through another business that is probably better than me, they're like, hey, you know what? Like, they're offering a little bit, whatever, you know. I'm not a hater. Um, <laughs> so, but I look at them, but like, how 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 do you feel about this message? Like, how is this guy? How can this message? Uh, how can you buy from this man or from this company? If this guy sent you this message, what is the good thing that you take out of it? And what is the good, what is the bad? So I literally take them, grab some other people's, you know, message and I'll be like, well, how do you feel about this? But like, well, you know what? It would be better if they send me like an infograph. It would be better if they send me some data. It would be better if they send me like, you know, just instead of a direct message, like, hey, you know, our prices start here. Just a little flyer that says, this is what we offer and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. You know, if it makes sense for them, it makes them, if it makes, how do I say, if it makes them more, have more information on the jump, then that's something that I'm going to start using. So I don't know, how do you guys feel about that? Would you guys implement that in your services as well? Um, please let me know here in the community, wherever. But I do want to touch a little bit about what, what Reggie was saying. Um, you know, my my services of social media are go they go hand in hand with my content. Some people ask for it, some people don't. But um, it is weird how um, most of them ask for it. Like eighty percent, they're like, "Well, you know, we don't know what to do with it." We don't know how it's gonna like. How do what? What do we do from here? So that's when I, you know, I had to take a couple courses. Like you know, this is not the only place where I learn stuff. Um, you know, I have other mentors that that are teaching me other other stuff. Uh, like, you know, like the back end of 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 Facebook Manager. Mm -hmm. How to how to gain followers from Facebook Manager. Um, you know, all of, all of that stuff. Like I have, uh, you know, one of my bigger pages that, that I have for, for a client, I took that page from 2000 followers to 12,000 followers, legit region, regional, local, uh, followers within four months, 2000 to 12,000 local people that are actually going to interact, that are actually going to be seen, um, you know, or actually going to be interested, you know, because if you understand anything as far as like analytics or if you, when you look into, into your analytics, only about 10% of your following will see the organic content. And then that's when you have to start paying in order for, for that for that content to be pushed or whatnot. But I don't want to get too much into the week with that because I know the timer might be going off. <laughs> but, um, 
you know, it, it is it is crucial. I mean, uh, uh, you either want to white label it. Personally, me, I want to learn it first before I white label it um, because I want to know if I'm being screwed. You know, and and uh, that that's just how my mind thinks. Yeah. I always want to learn yep. uh, enough to what, know that what you I'm ain't gonna... getting played. Yeah, yeah, just enough, just enough. Um, right now, I think I'm I'm good, but uh, the thing that with me, I don't want to. I want to do local, uh, even though if it costs a little bit more, because the people that I want to that I work with are mostly local people, and I actually want to introduce them in person. But like, let this is gonna be Lisa. This is gonna be you know uh, Gerardo that is gonna be working with you as a as my 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 VA. And you know, you know, introduce them, get them logged in, give them all the credentials, and get them in so they can trust them. I personally, that's just my brand. That's how I'm gonna do. It. I don't think I'll, I'll, I'll probably will never, ex, you know, um, export it uh, internationally out there. But that's just how I want to work my brand. Um, but yeah, social media management is really interesting. It takes time, a lot of time. A lot of time, but you have to once you manage, once you put it in your contract, as far as the time frames and how long you're gonna be working, everything's pretty manageable. To me, it is. I'm running about seven, seven pages right now. And some of them are running with, you know, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. But once you got TikTok, I mean once you got Facebook and Instagram synchronized, it's 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 easy peasy. There was a good question that popped up. Tina asked for those who's managing uh, YouTube accounts for clients, are they uh, actual YouTube business accounts or do you manage some that are personal accounts that businesses create? Okay, so I'm managing all YouTube stuff from the, the studio side of things, YouTube studio. Um, the real difference in the business side is how their ads are set up. Um, that's really the only difference, but it looked like a personal account. Like there's no, if you can run a regular YouTube account, you can run a business account. You just get access to more stats. Um, and you know, you get more, there's more Google analytics. Um, you can connect to the, to the channel and see more, but that's really about it. Literally, if you, if you can, there isn't a big difference like on Facebook where you got a business side and on like, um, like other platforms where they got a business side, YouTube don't really have that. They, they got the YouTube studio side where if you are serious about YouTube, you can log into that section of it and view all your analytics and stuff like that. But you can literally manage a business YouTube page from your cell phone. It ain't that much of a difference. Um, Victor, bro, you up next, man. Victor, and then I'm going to end on Lawrence, and I'm going to hand the show over to the late night host, um, Mr. Mr. Marcus Sandwiches. But go, <laughs> Marcus double sandwich today. But go for it, Victor. You up, bro. Vic, All right. Well, well uh, don't forget to hit me up too, Victor. We got to chop it up about some stuff later. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, um, man, uh, these last last couple of weeks, I've been going, I've been uh, still looking at beta clients, and I've been getting more and more comfortable simply going into different facilities and and speaking to somebody. I don't care who it is. And just keep it going, and you know, just uh, getting a better feel for the the beta client proposal. You know, proposal that, that that pitch, the beta pitch. Just getting comfortable, just going off of that out of my head, and and really 
uh, delivering it more in a in a conversation way. So it's you know even though I could sit there and just read it, I mean I have it down. I've done enough to where it feels so much more comfortable. And sometimes so, you, um, you just got to get comfortable here and know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Without yeah. taking and, and it to heart, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, even today, I went. Uh, I went to three facilities, two or three facilities. I can't remember, but I got out there and they weren't no's, and uh, and and two of them. You know, they're like, well, we're not really at. We're not really the ones that are that are involved, but. We'll give you, we'll pass this on. We need to uh, um, at least uh, send us a proposal and then we'll pass it on or um, or, or let's uh, let's get it going. Let's go ahead and, and try to get this moving. Like, oh, okay, this is this is um this is a positive. I wasn't really even expecting to meet anybody today, but hey, <laughs> I will certainly take it. <laughs> so so again, I'm I'm thankful for it and I'm I'm continuing to go out and and try and get things worked out. Uh, and now, at least right now, I'm I'm looking at the the um, senior living space uh, since uh, I mean I've worked kind of in a, um, with a an assisted living association, so I've worked with them, and I was like, well, why don't I work with some of the the actual being the um, the locations, the different um, facilities that will that are maybe within that network. So went ahead and started doing that, and it's been more positive uh, for that compared to dentists. So I'm not for sure whether, well, well, let me say, at least around here, uh, a lot of the facilities are privately owned, but they're not part of this big full conglomerate where it's it's fully uh, almost like an automated system, like, oh, dental marketing. Like franchise. Uh, dental yeah. marketing company. Huh? It's not like franchise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so it, it works a little better. And then most of the companies that come into, that have facilities in Oklahoma, they may not be based in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. you know. Especially if there if there are multiples uh, within the organization, they may be based out of Texas or Missouri or Indiana, somewhere just somewhere else. And they're like, "Hey, this look, hey, this state doesn't have well, still needs a whole lot of um, needs more beds. Hey, let's open up a facility. Like, oh, money over there, money over there. Cool. Hey, I have no problem. And right now, I'm just trying to get them, trying to get them as quickly as possible. Trying to get this. Uh, Try and get the, the beta client portion out of the way, have some content, and then I can start presenting this to however many companies. I don't care. Like, go to everybody. They like, just get it to them. Yeah. So it's it's feeling positive. Now, um, uh, Ty, I, I do have to uh, do have to uh, thank you for kind of bundling like all these books into the the modules and the you know the the course content because. As we go through with these with all these books, I hear bits and pieces for like uh, the, the the whole delivery process. Everything that's in there, it's bundled. And it's like you know, because the one of the last well, the last book that we we went over, uh, it was like you know, it was the the, the negotiations. It was um, what was it um, uh, uh never split the difference. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, just having that in there, you know, uh, he's. You know, it's more kind of being upbeat, um, but then setting your prices, you know, presenting the information and then silence and just pause. So because sometimes they may have to think. Sometimes things may be going. It's like, oh, you know, I never thought about that. Uh, and you know, it takes different times. Like that's that's something that Ty's been. That's what he said in 
you know, in module one or module two or or somewhere else like, oh, okay, yeah, it's uh, it's in there. <laughs> so uh, it's uh, it's coming a lot better and I, I feel a lot better. Uh, and then on uh, another side, uh, so this past weekend I went to, uh, oh, well, it was a, it was a lear another learning experience. So, um, uh, one of my clients, my pageant clients. So this is more uh, B 2 C side. But one of my pageant clients had tagged me in a comment on Facebook uh, from a director who was looking for a photographer. I didn't see it until about the week before the event, and the darn thing was in Waco, Texas. And I was like, I don't want to go. You know what? Maybe I will go to Waco just because. I'm tired of kind of sitting here doing nothing. So I ended up making the drive to Waco last Friday, got down there and the event was as low scale local as you could get. But yo, I don't care because I got down there, like I was going to try and implement and start utilizing my whole multicam switch and stuff, but it was just me. And then the director thought that they wanted to have photos only. And then it turns into well, photo and video in a cramped space. But I, hey, I made the most of it. And I didn't care. And with them bundling everything together, they gave me an opportunity to upsell. Hey, you can get photo and video for uh, less than double the price. Because, hey, you'll get all of it. Hmm. So I only had to make a few sales to start making money. Hey, I'll take it. And then on top of it, the, um, the directors have another event that's coming up in Terrell, in Terrell, Texas. Man, that's a lot of driving. Uh, well, yeah, you know, well, yeah it, it is, but I have people in the area, so that, oh, okay. that, that helps also out. helps out too. But um, they're doing, they have another event later on in the year. They're like, we don't have any, they didn't have any, uh, any media for it. Like, mm -hmm. yes, yeah, I can definitely do that. Yeah, and I will have, it'll be more than just me handling this. So we'll have, you know, it'll be, me and at least one other person. So somebody running photos, somebody running video, handling the sound and making it, taking to the next level. Uh, the one other thing that I did figure out on that was just, uh, I see the difference in the like uh, larger scale production teams. And that's simply, they either travel with all their equipment, like the whole production, they travel with it in a in a van and trailer, or they simply rent all the stuff and they have it brought in. That's all it is. Because even today I had another director that was that's trying to coordinate stuff instead of just hiring somebody to do it. She's worried about it and doesn't even know what she needs. I've done the research and I went ahead and reached out to her and let her know exactly what she might need and hopefully I can get in on her event we can get in on her event at the end of the another one of her events at the end of the year you just but missed again, a, you just missed a consultant check right there well we you know what uh, uh that's fine and I'm not even I'm not even gonna worry about it I'm just gonna keep it going because you know I helped out hopefully and she's been one of my clients years ago but it was it was just kind of a one-off thing but hopefully it comes back around and you know, she'll be contacting me at the end of the year. That'd be great, but if it doesn't happen, I'm not going to worry about it because I know what I need and I know where to get it. And I shouldn't have any problems getting all that worked out. So yeah, it's that, just things I'm learning. There's some good wins. A lot of driving. A lot of driving from oh. Waco to Terrell. I mean, I'm in the middle, but it's, you know. 
Oh yeah, but yeah. It's, you uh, know, uh, it's good. Uh, well, I mean, uh, Terrell is you know is is like a hundred. 120 miles closer than, than Waco. So that's, I'm like, that's what Jamie cool. Fox from speaking to Terrell. That's what yep. Jamie Fox from. Yep. Yep. Terrell, Texas. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. Cause that's only like, you know, a little over three hours for me coming from Oklahoma city. So I'm like, perfect. Hey, yeah, we will certainly be down there compared to going to Waco, but yeah. to uh, made that contact and met some other people down there. So, the the patent stuff is all it ends up being networking anyway. It's all in come down to who you know, and if they know you, they know you can do it. Hey, let's go! Like, hey, I'm all I'm all down for it, and that is supplemental income and ways for me to do some extra testing and and get other things worked out before I have my corporate clients who need this and it needs to be prompt, efficient, and completed. So yeah. I that's took, how I use it. I took a lot of jobs like that to get started. I took a lot of jobs to kind of build things and get started. And that's the way to do it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah. I took a whole lot of stuff that landed on my lap. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, who we got? We got Nathan. Nathan, you my last hand of the night, man. You the closer, man. You my closer. After this, we're going to the to the, uh, to the late show. The late, late show. The late, late show. <laughs> he, got two, he got two sandwiches and some chips today, so he ready. He, he like a oh, pit bull dang. on a leash right now. Look at that. Um... <laughs> Uh, I've got a couple wins. Um, trying to think. I don't think any losses. I'm trying to keep my head on straight with everything that it's been uh, this past week. But I got uh, Rockwell Automation. They're like one of my clients that I've done some work for. They just pulled the trigger. They're open like an opening a cybersecurity branch, and um, they're doing a big like campaign for talent acquisition and they just pulled the trigger on like a $25,000 video project. Um, a lot of, a lot of firsts for me, like we're shooting it on an led wall. We're going to do unreal like virtual production, uh, full, like full on. So camera tracking, all of that, I'm building an environment in unreal. Um, but my, the partner that's got the, all the equipment and hardware, they're really looking for work that isn't spec. So they're doing it for like a third of the price because they can't find anyone to do anything with their wall. So mm-hmm. um, I remember you telling me about them. Yeah. So they uh, they gave the green light. Sorry, I'm dropping gear off at my storage unit. <laughs> but um, yeah, they. Uh, they gave the green light and then a creative director that I do some work with, he, he's like coming down on his costs just cause I think he's bored at the agency he's at. So, uh, but they just approved the proposal and signed the proposal by this, this morning. So that was huge. Um, also had another project for a headlamp company. They approved their budget as well. So we're, greenlit for them at the end of the end of the month it's like an overnight shoot um at like a state nature preserve sort of thing um the live stream people that i do work for they want me to fly out to midland uh texas next month just to do a stream test like an it 
stream test for a day. So uh, I'm not really sure what to quote for that because I haven't really done that before, like just to go out purely for a stream test. But uh, but they approve that and the project in August, like the next live stream. So there's that. And then the weirdest thing, but it's still a win. Um, I'm going to be AC for a day, filling in for a friend on a PBS kids show. It's uh, Don Quixote. It's like, I guess, award-winning like puppet show. But my son loves it, and he's going to get to come on set with me for the for like the shadow day, the day before, just to see their operation. So on a personal level, that's a win because he's going to get to go on set and see the puppets and all that's that stuff. And dope. Yeah, bro. he's never going to forget that. You're a superstar. Dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. He's gonna he's gonna enjoy it. So, so yeah, those are wins. I mean, the, the only loss. Oh, your phone breaking up. He's so like you... who I want to position. Oh, okay, it's better now. You're oh, breaking break... up. Okay. Um, the only loss I can think of, and it's not really a, a loss, but it's just added concern. The creative director that I mentioned, he he's been in talks. Like he's got almost 15 years of agency experience. He's like a real key person that's made some of the connections uh, for me. And he was wanting to join with me. He still is, but he was working a full-time job. He just got a letter of like uh, mutual separation handed to him. Basically the company saying like, sign this and you'll get severance. Otherwise we're just firing you. And really without justification or reason, I could go into it. I was, I was heated for him. I wanted to knock down some doors for him, but uh, all that to say, like his last days next week, and now he's like, while he was looking for like a slow exit with them to be able to join me, now it's like pedal to the metal. If I'm gonna partner with him, we got to make some moves really quick. So, um, on the plus side, he's hungry, hungrier than ever right now. So he's wanting to do some work to like drum up business for us. So it's kind of a win and a loss. It's just more added stress on me and on the business. Like, I know I'm not responsible for him, but he's an asset that I don't want to lose to a new agency because he's got a kid on the way. He's like, I got to figure something out now. So he's either going to go to a new agency and then I'll likely lose the opportunity to work with him or I got to make moves and just drum up additional business to get him on board. But that, that hunger, bro, that hunger is what, what makes businesses grow. I mean, I was there, had my back against the wall. I would use it. Let, let them, let them run sales. Let them run sales. Yeah. That's, that's the goal is I was like, well, let's meet. Like we met the day I was the first call when he got the letter. He said, my wife, and then I called you. And so, uh, you know, he's, so I guess the second call, but he called right away and he was like, I don't want to, I don't want to sleep on this. Like, let's like, he's a little bit like fired up and pissed too. Like I'm going to, you know, make them regret the day that they, they did this sort of thing. So I'm like, yeah, let's go, man. So we've got, we do have plans like early, uh, either end of this week or ne early next week to just hash out like what's a realistic 
game plan that we can tackle together. And, uh, but yeah, he's ready to be let loose. So, um, we're just kind of formulating a game plan for like how we pitch it get a pitch deck together for like our combined, uh, mm-hmm. offerings and what we can do. And then, idea. right. Right. Cause he's like, the thing is like, he's, he's like, I don't even need you to pay me out. Just the work I bring, like put me on it and you know, and I'm good. So he's wanting to like build the business with me, but he's not even looking for a check right now for that work. He just wants to like, let's book it. You'll, you know, we can talk about a referral or a percentage of the profits or, mm-hmm. you know, put me on crew and let me creative direct it, but he's ready to, to make moves. So yeah, I, I, I just want to be strategic. I yeah, pay, yeah. I pay him commission plus the, yeah, I pay him commission. Hey, you, you get 20% of what you bring, but you got to help me work it and let him go, let him go. And, you know, sometimes, man, I've had some great sales reps that were full commission that went after it, man. Right. Cause he's, that's the thing is he's like, he's not even like normally a sales guy, mm-hmm. but he's so deeply networked with a lot of different from producers to directors that I'm like, Hey, flex everyone, you know, and yeah, we'll work it out. So, um, I think it's going to be a win. It's just, I would have loved like even a month for this to be like in August or, you know, in July, like, even then I've just got a full plate right now with some of the other outsourcing uh, or like the post-production that we've taken on and that's been going well and businesses generating a lot of money from that. And it's pretty much passive income at this point, you know, a little bit of hands-on for me, but uh, the team I, I got is they've been churning it out, but now it's like, it's mainly this, uh, this added thing going on with with him so uh just wanting to exit do it well he's also i've known him most of my life i want to you know i want to help him succeed i don't want him to be feeling like back against the wall and like have to go to a job he doesn't want to it seems like he wants to build with me so like empowering him to do that so that we can grow it together yeah, I, I wouldn't don't don't get hung up on perfection. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Just right. hit the ground running and sometimes you just you got to build it as you as you go. Um, you know, especially when you got a partner if you got one that's hungry and need to get stuff stuff working. I mean, that's I'm going to be honest with you. That's how I built my company. I mean, it, it took me being that hungry and just willing to do knock on doors to get where I got. When I failed, I read books. When this didn't work, I learned. So I just got to learn you know how to build this thing right but it came from hunger it came from that's why i show a clip of the the you the, the the uh repo truck that's why i talk about just how i had to sell gear and just my back against the wall is what made me be where i am today it wasn't that i'm not gonna say i wasn't motivated before before that but my back against the wall is what really pushed me to to be where i am today um so right you know if, yeah if he's in that situation it, he gonna motivate you to be great. You know what I'm saying? Just, just yeah. seeing him run. So I, I just turn him loose, man. I'd be like, let's go, let's do it. Right. And that's kind of what I said. I was like, listen, I, cause I generated a lead list of like a thousand leads in, in our region. Um, like a LinkedIn lead list that they gave me like everything from contact numbers, business size, what their industry is, all of that. 
I was like, I haven't been able to tap into this too much, but I'll hand it to you if you want to sell for us, you know, and, and he said, that's all I need. So he's working on a pitch deck this week and uh, just getting it so that when he has to call these people, he's at least got some kind of a script and we're going to go through that uh, this week just to at least have a baseline of this is what we offer and how we want to steer people because we haven't really discussed that. But yeah, the plan is like to get that ironed out hopefully before the weekend so that come Monday he can just go, you know, go hard with it. So that's that's kind of the plan as of right now because he seems he seems ready. I was just like, I can't really give you a ton of time right now because my workload's full, but if if you can just be autonomous and go, then have at it. So that's that's kind of the game plan right now. Yeah, I would just set the parameters and just let him go ham. You'd be surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's my closer. Uh, I'm handing it over to Marcus. That way, I can I can still meet my nine o'clock right on time. Um, I will see you guys next week, same time, same channel. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? Bring them W's, bring them L's, and uh, you know, I know y'all want to get to the after after hours so y'all can really uh be. I checked in one time. It was a whole wrestling match going on. It was body slamming and everything going on. So, you know, I was like, let me uh, let me get out of here before I get hit with a bottle, get hit with a chair, because it was real nasty in the after hours. So it was cutthroat. It was uh, somebody was talking about somebody mama or something. So I ain't going to, you know, I'm going to let y'all have it, and I'm going to uh, act like I don't see it. But uh, I, I I got y'all on the TV in here, you know what I'm saying, if I if I'm, if I'm have to leave and come back. But there's some times I came back at like 2 o'clock, y'all were still on here, so. I'm going to let y'all have y'all fun. I'm going to see y'all next week and y'all be safe, all right? Just make sure you update your app. We came out with an update this week. It should look a little different, at least the icon. Oh, yeah. Stuff, so we work. Oh, yeah. I got that new icon. I almost the, lost it. I was like, what? We we upgrade. <laughs> and if you go to the uh, if you go to the page in the app store, it looked different. It don't look cheesy no more. It look a whole lot better. So make sure you do that. Make sure you leave those uh, reviews at your app store. I would really appreciate it so we could... Uh, Ballin'. You know what I'm saying? It's a few. It's a few uh, people we trying to make sure we, our stuff look much better than we don't want to be. Uh, you know, looking like the rest of them guys. So anyway, y'all be safe. I'll see y'all next week. If you, if you get it, you Have get a good it. Night, bro. <laughs> You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.